This is a Props.com production. The Bostonian is Matt Perrault. This is our f- city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered! You covered 12! I covered! Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome into another episode of the Bostonian versus the book being presented by Betfred Sportsbook. Sorry, we're a little late. Dave stopped on by to get the hat that he's wearing. He had to come and look at the Yeehaw beer hat for our friends in Tennessee. It is Bill's Patriots tonight, so I am wearing, obviously, my Patriot stuff. It's Creighton, Texas night tonight, so we got a monster college basketball game. But, sir, how are you on this big Thursday sports day? I'm good. I'm glad I got the hat. Uh, shout out to you to yeehaw um for it and i almost got pulled over going home to try to get here to stop you know oh. to get on time so i apologize to the brigade <laughs> and everybody else for being a little bit late but the cops are out it's the beginning of the month if right in the vegas one two three gun <laughs> 14 15 16 <laughs> 28 29 30 be very careful when you're out on the roads today in las yeah. vegas a lot of people are coming to town Yes. Or, you know, uh, bowl game, Friday. tournaments, um, other stuff. There's rodeo week, which is gigantic. They're putting up like big belt buckles and all this other stuff. A lot of cowboy hats, boots. You ever gone to cowboy Christmas here in town? No. First time I ever came to Vegas. Oh no. Sorry. First time when I, when I moved here to scout out places, the Palazzo guys, a guy named Nate Gray, who's no longer in the business, but a guy who I, was, I stayed close friends with, walked me through Cowboy Christmas. Oh, I was like, where am I moving? <laughs> it's like, this is crazy. It was it's a pretty so big deal. strange what happens to this town for 10 days, starting tomorrow, essentially. Yeah. Um, it was fun for us in the book, at least um, almost every place I worked at said, you can wear cowboy stuff. To work. Not Dallas Cowboy stuff, like real Cowboy stuff. Cowboy Cowboy stuff, not <laughs> Dallas Cowboy. I violated the rule because I tried to come in and Cowboy stuff. And they're like, no, not Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> no, like real Cowboys. I'm like, I don't even have boots. What are you talking about? You could wear jeans. You could wear um, the big belts. And, you know, um, somebody lent me a vest one year. Vests were real popular. Um, like a like a suede vest, like a cowboy vest or something. <laughs> I'm just imagining you in a vest in chaps, and I'm not liking the image at all. Oh, what are you talking about? I could pull the chaps off. That's not a bad idea. Maybe we'll do that for December. Oh, no, <laughs> we'll do our own cowboy Christmas. I was right like, here. no, that's not. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, before this is not on the rundown. This literally broke 30 minutes ago, so it's a little bit of a of a late deal here, but. There is some big news out of Ontario, and I'm curious as to what, from Mr. Bookmaker Dave's standpoint, the headline is this, the Alcohol Gaming Commission of Ontario, the AGCO, 
is requiring all sports betting operators to stop offering and stop accepting UFC bets due to betting integrity concerns. Yeah, I, I saw that too. Like this is not good. When this happens, what, what does this what mean? part of it is not good? Them them not taking the UFC bets or the gaming commission telling the book how to operate their business and not what they're allowed to do and not do. I'm I'm confused. What part of it is not good? So let me read this and we'll I'll answer your question. The registrar's standards include rules to safeguard against odd manipulation, max match fixing, and other sports betting integrity issues. Mm. Operators must specifically ensure that, quote, for sporting events being bet on, the event must be effectively supervised by a sports governing body, which must, at minimum, prescribe mm. final rules and enforce codes of conduct that include mm. pro prohibition on betting by insiders and... There are integrity safeguards in place, place which are sufficient to mitigate the risk of match fixing, cheat at play, or other illicit activities that might influence the outcome of a bet upon events. They're saying the UFC is fixed. I mean, that's I, I like I didn't hear those words, but I heard what you read, and they're saying without saying. Um, the UFC is fixed. Get your house in order. Right? Like, I mean, this is Canada doing this. This is not the United States. So just be perfectly clear who we're talking about. This is Ontario. Right. We have about 5% of our audience in Canada. 75% of that audience is in Ontario. Okay? Yeah. We so I know there's a lot of people, if you're in Ontario, you know, a lot of people in Ontario who are going to be like, what the hell is going on when they hear this? Yeah, if you're in the chat right now and you're in Ontario, put the city in Ontario that you're in. Uh, I'm just curious because there's between uh, Kitchener and um, Otakobe, I believe it's pronounced. It doesn't look like that, but that's how it's pronounced. Okay. Uh, Windsor. We got a bunch. So if you're New Jersey, <sighs> here's a question, okay? There is no way in holy heck it ever happens in Nevada. But in New Jersey, no, it won't happen here. There's too many. There's too many safeguards already. They're not. They're not changing that. So, does Ontario conduct their business differently than we do? Everybody conducts their business differently than we do. Every okay. state. There's nobody doing it like us. There's nobody doing it like Nevada. For better or for worse, they're not. So, do you think that they're being overreactionary? Is this? Of course. A, oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, but they may be being progressive they may be being advanced they may know something right that's what i know that's what i want to know do they know something oh i mean nobody knows shit but maybe somebody does in this case lebanon, for them ontario. to tell them there, there you go lebanon ontario in the in the chat amherstburg and ontario in the chat london ontario there you go um yeah i i i don't know the specifics, I was surprised by that because there's never been something like that to happen here. And my other experience was offshore where we determined what we took and what we didn't. We could change it on the fly. You know, if we decided that we didn't want to take NASCAR or NASCAR matchups, we just didn't put them up. If we so, wanted to take cricket, we could. So the way that this is worded on this press release, it says at the end, 
In recent weeks, the AGCO has learned of publicized alleged incidents, including oh. possible betting by UFC insiders, oh. James Krause, right. as well as reports of suspicious betting patterns in other jurisdictions. Therefore, oh. the AGCO is now taking the step in the public interest. In the public interest. Looking out for the public. Or, the, or are looking out for the bookmaker. But either or... They're deciding to pull the plug on betting in the in UFC markets. And I just wonder, we talk about this a lot. When someone goes first, there often could be copycat followers. 100%. So like if Colorado or Arizona or Illinois or Michigan or somebody's, you know, somebody's their version of the AGCO, the alcohol gaming, their version, the, the Michigan gaming board, whoever it might be, if they get a hair across their butt and they're like, hey, I'm not into this. This is, they're doing it across the border, right? Right to our North. They're doing this. We're not going to have them come down and bet here either. We're going to pull oh. it off the board. <laughs> they're going to come down. <laughs> That's the first. They're a hundred percent going to come down. Yeah. If there's like any Windsor, yeah, people in Windsor are going to go, I want to bet the UFC. I'm going to Michigan. I'm going to cross right the border, Michigan. go to Michigan, get my app and go back to Windsor. So I just wonder if Michigan, I mean, I just wonder, but like neighboring jurisdictions, do they say, well, Ontario's not taking it, so we're not going to take it. It starts to be a domino effect and a bunch of other states in the United States follow suit. Could very well happen. Oh, that's bad news, Dana White. Is it? Yeah, it just, you can't have a whiff of impropriety. He's got to take this head on today. He's got to go and blast Ontario for doing this. He's got He's got to literally lay down the checklist as to, how are we safeguarding? How are we protecting the integrity of our sport? I mean, James Krause is a big problem for the UFC right now. He's a big issue. Um, and James Krause, by the way, for those of you who don't know who I'm talking about, James Krause is the UFC coach who has, has a podcast on betting, went, went public on the Ariel Hawani podcast and stated he makes more money betting on UFC fights than coaching UFC athletes. And then there was a fight he was involved with that got flagged for suspicious betting. Guy got hurt in the first round after the numbers got all wonky. And then it threw up a red flag and investigators have been looking into James Krause ever since. You got to understand when you're in it, and all the leagues have to do this. They don't, it's not just UFC. When you're now with the spotlight on the gambling so much and the forms that these people have, when you talk, people listen. <laughs> and if you decide to go that route, there's no going back. James Krause is done, is he not? As of right now, he's not. I mean, books he's have been training fighters. Yes. Yes. But he still he has his podcast. Bet. He's still putting out picks. Oh. Okay. I mean, you want to talk about a look. <laughs> he doesn't care. I mean, he's he's well, that's fine. That's, he's more that's famous good. today than he ever has been. They're making him into a star. Okay. Um he's Vegas Dave soon. He's gonna start selling, he's gonna start having whale plays. Oh god. <laughs> <sighs> at sports BK can sig still because I can't use Dave in anything because of that guy. <laughs> can't mention Vegas Dave without being lumped in with him. Um, I mean, Jay Dow dropped a, a good one in the chat. Should we be looking at the judges? 
Sure. Look at everybody. A hundred percent. That's the point I think Ontario is making. Ontario is saying, like you mentioned, get your house in order. I think Ontario is saying to the UFC and to the bookmakers, you two got to sit down and have a conversation about safeguards because we don't like this Swiss cheese version of what you've got going on. There's too many holes in what you're doing, and it's falling through the cracks. Richard Schutz wrote a great article that I'm going to retweet today that a bunch of people retweeted yesterday about what's going on in Massachusetts and how they're looking at the legalization of it and how the whole thing works. We talked about it yesterday on the show. And if you haven't listened to it, go back, listen to it, watch it about the lobbyist effort and things, how things get done and what they're using the sports gambling to to use to get things further advanced and how they do it. I think there's more to this. I'm. Are you surprised? There's no big event this weekend, right? UFC. Well, it got all messed up, but I mean, UFC not this weekend, but next weekend was supposed to be the next pay per view, right? But uh, injuries to the main events and issues they've had to reef the card now is not very. It's a mess. Good. It's a mess. Yeah, December the tenth. Right. So now. That may be a little bit unraveling in this. Like, I think this needs to be addressed, but are you surprised that Ontario took this step like this today? Yes, I am surprised that they are willing to go as far as to tell the books you are no longer authorized to book wagers and any bet you have on the UFC futures must be refunded. They're giving all the money back today. That was bet on anything for this weekend. Anything, period. Any outstanding UFC ticket right now has oh, to be Oh, so refunded. if you write tickets for the next week's event and stuff, it's all has to go back? That's all it? Go, it's all going back. What a nightmare, just from, just from the back end yep. point of view. Got to ref, refund all those wagers. Whatever bet you have taken on a UFC event must be refunded. <sighs> just thinking about that. You just, I mean, it's, it's an easy process. You just grade everything. No contest, no contest, no contest, no contest. And you push a button and it all pushes the money back, but it messes up all the figures. <laughs> everything is jived up. Like, is that reported handle? Oh, good point. Right. Ah, you know, I mean, it's all handle, but it's not, it's, right. it, it's a draw, but it's not. So does that come off the books for the taxes and, all these other things. I mean, if there's a lot of money on that, somebody come in and bet a hundred thousand on a fight that we took it for next week. Does that a hundred just disappear from all the figures? I, it's, it's so many questions that come like from the back end standpoint where I'm just like, Oh man, this is, I know from the book standpoint, nobody wants anybody coming in and telling them you can take this. You can't take this. Interesting. And that's, that's the part where I'm sure, you know, they're in Ontario going, wait a second. We can take it in the States, but we can't take it here. Right? I mean, like, because the big, the big players, because uh sports books, they're in Canada as well as the United States. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. So now, like, you know, FanDuel, DraftKings, whomever, Caesars, anyone else is going, wait a second. We could take it down here, but we can't take it up there. What's going on, Ontario? Why? Tell us. So David Payne Purdom has just put out an article 15 minutes ago on this at ESPN Chalk. Um, just perusing it. It doesn't really 
say references the fight on the fifth. It references James Krause, uh, represents the Nevada State Athletic Association is planning to take disciplinary action against one of the fighters who was in that questionable fight for quote non-disclosure of his pre-fight medical form. Ooh, there's a first. That's news. Okay. That's a good start. James Krause was Minner's was this fighter's uh his name was Derek Minner. He has been cited now for what happened according to Jeff Mullen who is the Nevada State Athletic Association head, the director. Huh. Um James so wait, Krause looking at the form that was submitted? Yes, because you, what you do is you have to tell the athletic commission or you do you do have an injury. Essentially, right. it's, it's like the it's like the injury report for football. Right. You you have to tell them are you dealing with an injury first and right. foremost because the doctors will then go and look at you. Right. So if you say my shoulder came out a week ago in the in camp, I dislocated my shoulder. Okay, right. doctors come in and test the integrity Check. of your shoulder. Right. Is okay. it going to pop out like what happened in the fight um, with T.J. Dillashaw, which he went into the fight with a busted shoulder and his thing popped out in thirty seconds into the fight with Aljamain Sterling. He his shoulder was out. And right. everyone was like, oh, that fight's over. It's ridiculous. So the right. doctors have to go and check it. And if, they, if a doctor signs off on you and says, yes, you are structurally able to fight, you're fine. Well, then that doctor's license is put under question. And it's a lot of, a lot of things that need to be done on that form. You've mm. got to be honest. And if you lie about it, that creates all sorts of integrity issues, which this guy lied. So did the coach. And now, you know, James Krause, who's been under scrutiny by the New Jersey Division of Gaming Enforcement, They've notified the state license. The books can no longer take a, a bet on a fight involving a James Krause fighter, coach, trainer, promoter, or fighter. So Jersey's that's why I brought up New Jersey because Jersey already started the process saying no James Krause, but would now that Ontario is saying no UFC at all, Nevada's not doing it. But you just wonder what New Jersey might do because they've been pretty aggressive in these in these areas. And they may just say, all right, until we figure this out, Ontario did it. We're doing it too. No betting on the UFC until we figure this out. What has gone on to happen since PASPA passed is that for the most part, Nevada has been ignored as far as the way they do things. And um, I don't know why, but they haven't really. They said, oh, Nevada's doing their own thing. We'll do our own thing. And they started with New Jersey, but New Jersey's a model for a lot of other places. So if New Jersey takes a step like this, I can guarantee that someone else will. So it's interesting. They took that little first step. That's a baby step, you know, saying you can't take any fights or anything with him involved. The next step is shut it all down. No more it, UFC. It actually, it involves more than just the UFC too. Cause he coaches Bellator fighters too. Oh, so the, the wording is, this applies to UFC matches and or any other sporting event James Krause may be involved with. Mm. So it's a it's more of a target on James Krause than mm -hmm. it is a target on the sport itself. Mm -hmm. So okay. Jersey's saying that guy's crooked, no more betting on him and his <laughs> fights. But now Ontario's gone the next step. Ontario's saying no UFC betting whatsoever. This is what I mean. I mean, Dana White, they have a partner in DraftKings as their title sponsor for sports betting. Right. You have to figure out a way to ensure that people aren't going to conflate you with WWE. And <laughs> they already are. They though. already are. They have well, they have for years. I mean, I think it was Las Vegas Chris who tweeted it out saying, 
if anybody is tweeting is is betting any real amount of money on a UFC fight, they need to get their head checked. Good luck. Yeah, it's been tough because he he said it's so right now. What's happening with the judges? What's happening with injuries? That there's a lot of things. I mean, look, we talked about this a lot over the course of the year. The show's been on the spotlight that sports betting has put on a certain dark corners of the sports world. I mean, for a long time, the UFC was just kind of ignored. No one really talked about it. It wasn't that big of a deal. And now all of a sudden we've got, you know, a big spotlight going straight on the UFC and people are going, um, we don't like what we're finding here, guys. Perry Adakis, JP, mm. good to see you, sir. Just dropped in there and said UFC should just ban them all together, but allow them to keep betting if that's his business. Fair. That would be interesting. Right. You can't you can't coach and bet. I, I don't I don't believe you can't fight and bet unless you're betting on yourself. But I mean, how do you stop that? We've seen Floyd Mayweather do that for years, bet on fights that he was going into. So it's I don't know. It's a tough deal. Richmond just said Mark Richmond just said you couldn't get me to watch the USC if I couldn't bet on it. Do you think he's alone? Not even close. There's hundreds of people who feel the same way. Thousands. Thousands of people feel the same way. Yeah, it's a huge part of it. Combat sports and betting is what started it. My guy's tougher than your guy. Oh, yeah? 100 bucks he isn't. Okay. I mean, that's how we started this damn practice. Right. You know, betting on people fighting is, it's, you know, Dana White loves to talk about the fact that fighting is in our DNA. And he's, he's absolutely right. Human being versus human being. I'm bigger. I'm stronger. Let's go fight. Okay. But then what came with that was, I believe my guy is bigger than your guy. Oh yeah. 500 bucks says he's not. Okay. I got you. Like the next step was to bet it. Right. There is a symbiotic relationship between the two. Right. You cannot get away from, but right now I think Dana White's got a PR problem. Does it turn into a legal problem is the next question. Nobody wants that. Nobody wants the lawyers involved. Even you Bonvi. Isn't Bonvi going to be the lawyer? I don't know. Is he a lawyer? I thought Bonvi was the one up in uh, Ontario. Oh, so he might be. Going to Swansea. Hey, he might be. He's a, I, I just know he's, he's he's the Oiler fan. That's all I know. Right. He, he's got he's got that crazy room. Those three rooms full of oil, Oiler gear. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. That's him. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. him. He got some crazy stuff. Man. How do I know that? Well, I know that by the way because you guys can send emails in. Ask the B V B. Right there. at gmail.com. Yeah. Our guy Addison, little morning pick me up just to kind of show you the types of videos that we get thrown at us. And you can do something like he has done, or you could do something a little more exotic, a little more, you know, you know, he's he's doing a little dance. Whoa. Little, little oh morning God. dance. Wow. Our guy, oh, Addison. Our guy Addison. Damn, son. <laughs> it's a little, you know, five oh, seconds. was gonna pop off. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> got a little yeah. music. Got a little music. Little Dave Sherapan in the morning. Single right. shot. Fired up. Music. Stuff like that from the brigade. If you guys want to be a part of it, you want to want to get on the show. That's Zach the, the hat's it. the lawyer. Zach the hat. Ah, oh, Zach the hat's the lawyer. Zach the hat's the lawyer. My last name in England's a big deal today. It's all over the place. It's in every damn How paper in that? England today. That was unbelievable. That was really cool. <laughs> Holy well, shit. We'll get to that. To my favorite thing about today, we'll get to it at the end of the show. Yeah, 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 but yeah, yeah, but yeah. Zach, if you see my last name in papers, let me know. She's in the, the Sun. She's in the Daily Mail. She's in uh, the 
express something i never heard of it before but like it's crazy front page peralts on the front page of, of everything crazy it's really wild crazy. um so we'll, we'll talk about that at the end of the show but zach let me know if you do see some stuff over there it's pretty it's it's pretty neat um but did they go me, to watch the celtics they did yeah they, it was first time any of them had ever seen a basketball game professionally who, live. Who, the, the royal family Oh, I think my brother and sister. My, my brother and sister. Oh, no, yeah, I meant the royal family. People. Oh, oh, I mean my my family. What are they doing in Boston? They're 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 there for like a week. Uh, I read yeah. about it. I don't remember what they're doing, but they're oh, there it's for a, like it's, a week. it's a climate conference. That oh, hosting. that's right, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. In Boston, and my niece is a 15 year old climate activist, and that's why she was given the award, and that's why she met them last night at the at the event. It's pretty cool. Game. Pretty cool to because uh, she's like what a teenager, right? 15 and she had she met the the royal family like on camera yeah, from Cent- Prince and Princess Center of Wales pretty yeah cool. she's doing interviews literally in ev- over every news outlet in New England they started contacting me because they couldn't find her right <laughs> I got the Boston Globe I got the Boston Herald and I got WHGH in Boston all come at my DMs go hi I'm a producer for so-and-so show can you give me touch with your niece please it's the best. Yeah, here's her phone number. Go ahead. Yes, they, they, you know, so she's doing like back-to-back interviews all day, but we'll hold that to the end of the show. We'll do that for the chat that. has has made notice that we are never calling you Sir Peralt ever. Thank you, please. Never. I don't want to be a sir personally. <laughs> Get the the night thing. Uh, all right. So we officially the Rose Bowl officially acquiesced as we talked about yesterday. Yeah, they bent the knee. They had to give in. We are officially at a 12-team playoff starting in 2024. Right. Should they have held out in your mind? So does that mean next season or the season after? Season after. The 24 season, 25 is when the playoff we'll will be played. Playoff, right. okay. And then 25 into 26. Okay. When we'll play it. Um, I mean, I guess it's all right, right? This is about time, maybe. What's the cat has an opinion? What the hell was that? He's really mad today. He was he's like literally like want a 12 team playoff? He's clawing under the under under the door. I don't know. He's mad today. That's the first time he's done that in a while. That's funny. Uh I want a 12 team playoff, but thing out while I was over there just to see where he went. There's two dogs here now upstairs on top of that. So we got that. Oh, that's why he's mad. Yeah, he's got he's got friends now. But the thing that jumped off the page to me was the fact that when asked about the future, they were kind of like, um, this is just for now. Like they did not talk about like, here's our format for 12. Sounds like, familiar, don't it? Right. Like we're gonna expand. Like, what do you so they, they're gonna do 12 and see how 12 goes? And if 12 doesn't work, 16. <laughs> if 16 doesn't work, uh it's uh, I was very surprised that they weren't like, we like our idea, we like 12 for the for the foreseeable future, we would do 12. Not what they said. I didn't even read it. I, I saw it and I was like, what are we doing? I just like other situations where, you know, it's like month to month or whatever, like stop seriously. Like just, just, just tell us what it is and then kind of go with it Um, and see what happens. Yeah. And and again, it's been a certain way for a hundred years and then you changed it to, you know, have a championship and then you change it to four teams and it's like, okay, so going to 12 is not that big of a leap. Is it? No, don't forget about the BCS. Right. We had that. 
We had the computer yeah. format, then we had the people format. Then we, we right. we've done this for a we've been constantly changing the way that we determine the champion for a year. I mean, I used to my calling card radio argument. The one one thing I used to always say is that college football was the only sport on the planet to not determine their champion on the field. Right. There literally was no other sport in the world. No. That ever decided that people in a room would put two teams into a game and they play for a title. It was asinine then. It was asinine. And they knew it was asinine. So they had to, they changed it. So now they come up with this playoff format, but there's still four teams being put into a playoff format from people in a room. This does change that. So let me pique your interest here for a second. Okay. Cause I think it has to be made. I think once you see the format or the, the games, it makes people go, Oh, okay. Maybe I'm a little more interested to see how this is going to go because I like the automatic qualifiers. I like the bracket. So your Penn State Nittany Lions, according to most people right now, would be the eight seed. Okay. They would play Clemson. The first the round eight. is it at the home team. Somebody gets you a would home host. Game, right? You would host against Clemson. Right. So you have that Penn would, State. That, that wouldn't be gigantic. Would you that be in? Be Are you gigantic? In? So you're you're interested. Of course, if they okay. play the first games at home at the home team things, that's gigantic. So here's the first four buys. The first four seeds with buys would be Georgia, Michigan, TCU, and USC. Okay. okay. That's to the bracket. Ohio State, Tulane would be 5-12. Oh, God. Okay. They'd kill them. Alabama, Utah in the 6-11 game. Interesting matchup. Okay. And Tennessee K State in the seven ten game. Uh, intriguing at Tennessee. So let's say Penn State beats Clemson, right? Mm-hmm. Penn State plays Georgia in a neutral, on a neutral field. That they, they would they would go and play. So the benefit uh, of getting the one two three four is a buy. You would play in the sugar. You, you would play. play you would play in the Sugar Bowl. It would, okay. be, it would be Penn State Georgia in the Sugar Bowl. Okay. Chef Benny, safe travels, by the way. Just look down. He's taking off. He's flying somewhere. Nice. He's watching us, and these people on the plane made him turn it off. Hopefully, hit the like button before he made him turn off all your devices. If you're still watching, hit the like button today, please. We're trying to get 50 likes. That's Ooh. all the goal is today, oh, is I to like get that. 50 likes. I like Somehow, that some way. Um, this is good. Well, I have, I, I have let's no keep going. I, I love this idea. So Penn State. Georgia in the Sugar Bowl. Okay. You would have Ohio State versus USC in the the Peach Bowl. Okay. TCU against Alabama in the Fiesta Bowl. Who wouldn't want to watch that? And Michigan against Tennessee in the Rose Bowl. Phenomenal. Right. From there, you would go and hypothetically, if it played out according to seeds, the Cotton Bowl would have Michigan against TCU. Okay. And the Orange Bowl would have Georgia up against USC. So are the sites determined already? Yes. yes. Okay. So there's no him and hawing about, you know, TCU getting to play in the Cotton Bowl in Dallas. And it well, just, it's the seeding, sites right? are determined. You're, yes. As to where, where you're seated, you will know the path in which your team will go. It's fine. 
but they're just, already just like, determined before yeah. the bracket. Just like the NCAA tournament, when you get placed in the regional, you know where the regional is going to be, and then the regional yeah, final. But, you know, you, they you know give the, path. the regional path yes. that one seeds that they yes. have least travel and all that other stuff. Now they took yes. They so if really you're like that in consideration in the past, they do that more now. Like if you were Georgia, you'd be in love with this because you would play obviously in the Orange Bowl. So the first game Georgia would play in the Sugar Bowl in Louisiana, in New Orleans, yeah. and then you play in the Orange Bowl in Miami. Yeah. Quick, easy flights. Georgia fans would travel like crazy. Right. So it would make sense. And then the national championship game would be taking place in Atlanta on Monday, January 20th of 2025. Is that like, is that too many games? Not for me. It's not. There for is a, there is talk. There is talk of moving the season up. Right. To get it done. I mean, cause it's fatigue yeah. by mid January. Yeah. The problem with that is that people have already, and it's stupid, but the way we schedule college football out is that we've taken these non-conference games and we've scheduled them from now until 2030. Like these weekends are locked in. Like Alabama We're knows who they're the fucking contracts. You can, but people have traveled. There's a dip that there are some things that you would, I think you would see if they move up the season, I think you will see the conference schedule become the first game of the year. Whoa. I don't know if I want that. Well, I think, I think that's how you have to do it until you get to a place where some of these contracts can be reworked because like Alabama always plays that opening game on the road, neutral or neutral field rather against somebody big. Right. It's always like the kickoff Chick-fil-A kickoff classic or whatever it is that's scheduled out. Like we know who's going to play in that for didn't like pop up in one year. It's four or five years out. I just saw, um, there was a, a, uh, a Twitter account, hardcore Penn State football fan or something, and it okay. said, would you want to play Pitt every year? And depending on the answer, he, he was able to determine your age and where you're from. It funny. was funny. It was great um, because there was a lot of responses. Yes, yes, yes. I mean, that's I grew up with that game every year. They had to play every year. That's so the younger generation level. doesn't care about Pitt? No. Interesting. No. It was it was funny. You had to be a little bit older. To, everyone that was a you know thirty five ish or older was like, yes, they should have never stopped playing. But like Penn State and West Virginia have a home and home and home and home for the next four years. If this works out like this, I mean, listen, let's make it a home and home two years and be done with it. Like, or we'll figure it out. We'll put you in late October, whatever, and, and make it work. The conference schedules are going to become obviously the priority because winning your conference will get you in a conference championship that we have to have according to, you know, Me. people that like these things <laughs> and play another game. Yep. So are they still going to play 12? I mean, yeah. I mean, hypothetically, I think that so people 12, are saying to win a national a championship, championship is 13. And then you, the, the winners will have to play another the buys will only play three, but the, the yes. teams without a buy will have to play four more games. That's 17 games. That's not too much. It's a lot. I'm not going to lie. But you've told me that Cinderella's aren't going to happen. Yeah, I don't think. I don't so, who's, think I mean, so who's playing 17? One. Who's playing 17 games then? Nobody. I'm just worried about is it too many games for those teams and the fatigue? I mean, that's a full time job. Yes. That's, it's a full time job now. But and the teams would then look at they stop. The teams would look at the kids and go, "Now you have nil, so now you have a chance to monetize. Go make your money." 
Will kids that are going pro be interested in this playoff? Well, no. Not interested in a bowl game. I mean, look at Joey Porter Jr. from Penn State. He just opted out. Huge defensive back. Huge loss for Penn State wherever they get sent for their bowl game. They're not going to have arguably their best player on defense. Sucks, but I I don't blame the kid. Not at all. Is that like, why would you play in that? But the playoff is a chance to elevate your stock because if you play against the best of the best and your team goes on a run and you're a big part of it, you will never have more eyes on you than when you're playing in that college football playoff. Okay, but if you get hurt, that's playoff or you get hurt. Like, I mean, it's the same thing. 100%. Some kids are going to get that advice. Fuck it, don't play. Yep, 100%. And big injuries are going to happen. 100%. Man. But that's part of it. I mean, we're making the one thing about college football that I am at least now appreciative of is that we are calling a spade a spade. It is a business. Completely. We we are not sugarcoating this anymore. We are not doing this whole like, well, our APR, we are in, you know, kids go pro and other things besides whatever, right? We're no longer doing this. This is a professional sports league that we are now all operating under. Right. And I'm cool with that. I'm glad that we're now out. We're now being upfront. No one's going to try to, you know, as I used to say, pee on me and tell me it's raining. We know it's what it is. I love that expression. I love when you say that. <laughs> so it's there. It's what it is. That That is what it is. So I'm good with it. Let's make money. Everyone make money and let's go play this thing off. I'm good with it. I'm, I'm excited for it. I'm glad the Rose Bowl gave in. The Rose Bowl is going to be part of it. I did not like the idea that this is not, any more than a two-year experiment, however. That worries me. You got to play this out. Say that again? They if- would not commit to this being more than a two-year experiment. They were asked, Bill Hancock was asked, is this the format? And he said, we are committing only to the 2026 championship game. Through that, that's it. After that, we don't know yet. Why? Money. If it makes a ton of money, they're going to go expand oh, the damn up thing. The stakes. Yeah, right. they're going to say stakes, if, if yeah. it's if it's crushing it, right. and it's literally if the college football bracket, if that playoff becomes the number two most watched thing in all of sports, if they beat the NBA, if they beat the NHL, and their betting handle goes through the roof. They will say the more has nothing to do with it. It's it's the ratings and the, what they can sell that advertising for to be gigantic. They're hand in hand. It'll be gigantic. It's hand in hand. So it's, it goes with each other. They've so, been betting on it already. There's that. There's not going to be an additional handle because it's I a playoff. I disagree with you. And the sports books may pay even more to be a part of it to be right in there. So mm. you may get bigger advertising numbers from the sports books. Every sports book may want to be a part of it. Want to go on it? Do the other bowl games go away? No, they should keep going the same way that they're going. But I would like to see about 10 of them go out of business. Has to be at least. 10. I hope so. I mean, I hope we see a ton of them because, yes, you are going to take away that just below bowl right. game. Exactly. Outback Bowl, Citrus Bowl, whatever. All Like they would get Penn State this year. Well, in 2025, they're not getting Penn State. They're gone. So they're being taken to the playoff. So the quality of team and it trickles down all the way to the bottom bowl games, like the Las Vegas bowl and crap. That's here. The teams that are going to be playing in those bowl games are going to be really bad. They're not going to be good. And I'm cool with that. 
Are the bowl games cool with that? No, but I don't care about them. I mean, that's <laughs> well, that's amazing. So they made just job ever job game. Yeah, and and I and people are going to say, oh, the economic impact. Oh, I don't care. I'm sorry. I, I just it's callous and cold. But I don't care. These bowl games have been literally just tax exempt slush funds for the past thirty years. So Those guys if, do get nice sport coats. So sometimes ten, if ten bowl games goes away, oh well. You know, if they if they can't hack it, if the Motor City Bowl can't hack it, all right, I'm good. Do the kids get more in the swag bag if they win a championship? It's an awesome question that I did not think about. Well, they get the ring. We know that. <laughs> Where's the cash? <laughs> kids don't give a shit about the ring. They like the swag bag. Give them all PS5s. That's awesome. You're going to make multi-millions, close to billions. Kids don't get nothing. They get, the, they get the awesome confetti question. at the end. I mean, there might be a share, just like a World Series share for the winning and losing teams. You got to give them something. I think you got to give them something. Let's coaches, dive into that. Coaches are going to get gigantic bonuses. Let's dive into that tomorrow. That's a yeah. really, really good question. I had not thought about should there be an incentive for the kids to win it all. Well, they might play. 100%. <laughs> A hundred percent, they might play. Hey, there's ten thousand waiting for each of you if you win it all at the end. Ten thousand. There better be. There's eighty kids, minimum, on a roster. Got to be more than ten thousand, I would think. I mean, with the amount of money that we're talking, but who knows? I don't know. For you DFS guys, Jacoby Myers is playing tonight for the Patriots. Oh, Just got announced. Go. All right, uh, let's go to some basketball conversations. Yep. So. We saw Booker drop 51 last night. Jason Tatum in front of the Royal family dropped 49 last night. Mm. Dollar for dollar in your mind right now, who's the best player in the NBA? Man, I don't know. Right? I don't know. Really? I mean, there was a time where we would say that you would be quick. There'd yeah. be a time where you would just know, like, it's Michael, it's LeBron, right. it's Magic, it's like we just we would know like you'd be fast. We don't yeah. know. I don't know. I don't know who the best player in the NBA is right now. We had two guys drop nearly 50, 51 and 49 last night. These guys are both in the discussion. Both oh. in the discussion. I don't know no. if they put either one. They don't play defense. Either one doesn't play really the league's not playing defense. I mean, it's it crazy is. what's going on. But I mean, it's one night it's, it's jaw. Yes. One night it's you know, Joker. When I mean, he plays, Embiid, Embiid can play defense. Yeah, and Embiid can score too. But Embiid, the, the team don't always win. Uh, I mean, do you have to win to to be considered the best? You know, player. Player. I mean, I think you have to at is least Giannis? have. Is Giannis is it, it, I think you. I think you have to. Luca's in the conversation. Well, I mean, if you look at the NBA regular season MVP market, Giannis and Luca are the lowest odds, and Tatum's right there with them. We didn't even mention Steph Curry. We mentioned 10 guys, and we didn't even mention Steph Curry. Doesn't play uh, defense. Steph doesn't play any defense. Geez, Donovan Mitchell's up there. Yep. Oh, yeah, that guy. Uh, that guy. Is it, what's, his, what's his name? The guy in Brooklyn? Kevin Durant. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> he, he doesn't play defense either. Nobody plays any defense. All the best players are scorers. They don't play defense. Right. They don't play both sides of the floor. And that's part of the problem. And 
it's wild to me. I was thinking today, I saw, I was like, who's the best player in the NBA right now? It's like, I don't know. Like if you were starting a franchise right now, you had the first pick, take any player in the league. <sighs> Who do you take? I either take a guard that yeah. has the ball in his hands all the time, or I take a big man yeah. to, you know, anchor the defense and protect the rim and get rebounds and score. So for me, I mean, Giannis got to be near the top of the list. Probably. Probably number one. Yeah. Um, and then he plays in Milwaukee and he is a very nice person. He is not controversial at all. Right. <laughs> he does not get headlines at all. Right. <laughs> Nobody is, you know, arguing or angry. You know, I mean, there's no bad blood towards Giannis anywhere. It's like Giannis is great. I think Giannis probably is the best player in the league, but Giannis does play a little defense too. Um, He's a Greek. I mean, Steph's player. older, so I wouldn't yeah. say him. Jaw, maybe. You know, for the, for the guy with the ball, Booker possibly. Come on, guy with the ball. What are you doing? Trey Young's Trey not Young. Young's not in this conversation. Trey Young. Come on, capital M, capital K. He's a good player, though. I mean, yes, some people might pick him, but I I I would prefer no. Luca. Lucas, Lucas. I mean, if I was going to start, if I was starting a team right now, having Luca be the linchpin is not a bad idea. Not, not bad at all. <laughs> it's not bad. Not idea. bad at all. He's a really good player. He's Depends how you want to build a team out. I don't right. think there's, I don't think there's a right or wrong answer to that. I think you could ask, you know, Stevie Max's Trey Young. Ask you. You say Luca. Ask me. I say uh, Giannis, and all of us can be correct. Right. Depending, it's all what you put around them. That's actually good for the league, is it not? I think it's great. Right? It's I, not I, like one team or one player or one dynasty or one, you know, no. better than everybody else type of athlete. That's good for business, too. When there's one ridiculously good team and everybody's taking their shot and they keep answering the bell and, you know, getting to the finals or whatever, and they're they're either you're in with them or you're against them. There's no cut and dry this year. I like them this year. I don't. I mean, I think that's good as well, but this is fun. I mean, this is fun. There's just, just, you know, we talked about Sacramento last night in Indiana and dead on balls accurate with that game. We said Sacramento minus the points and a game to go over and it went over. And did you see D Weezy? D Weezy <laughs> tweeted at us last night. The, he middled the, the game. Middle. He middled it <laughs> with the, with the, the under with the over. He yeah. got it. It was nice. Got a bunch of them. He shows a bunch of tickets that he, he did. Yeah. So the Celtics won again last night. They covered the first half again. Boston covered the 60 and a half first half number with five to play in the half. Yeah. I was, I was nervous. That number was too high. They covered it against the heat with five minutes to play. Boston's now 14 and eight straight up they've lost one game at home i mean is this first half bet just an auto fire until it cools off yes i mean <laughs> it got to get adjusted in the book got to get to we got to get to a number so where... it's been 56 58 59 and a half 60 and 60 and a half those are the closing numbers over the last five games as to what this has turned into and they've blitzed them all 
at home, it's not even funny. At home, it's not even – they're not even coming close to the projected number. It's, you know, they're laying – it's a number of 59. They're scoring 78. You know, last night was 60 and a half. I think they scored 70. See, this is where I would have the argument in the room. You know, who – what are we putting up? 61. Okay, stop. Put it up and lose to the under. Please. Oh. Find the number where we lose to the under. Well, why would you want to do that? Because we've lost to the over every day. <laughs> so find the number. Put it up at 65. Who gives a shit what it was, what it has been? It's been wrong. Or this team is doing something that ain't never been done. If we got to get to put up 70. So put the number, it up. So let's play projection here, okay? They play the Heat. Tomorrow in Boston, that weird scheduling quirk the NBA is doing where you're playing two games in the same city. Right. So Miami lost last night. The first half number was 60 and a half. What should be the first half number for the game tomorrow? What will it be? They play him again in Boston? Yes. Uh, what, what did it close? Or what? 60 and, 60 and a half. What did it, what was the actual number? What did they finish with? Boston, yeah. uh, Boston finished with, I think it was 70. Um, in the first half, Boston scored 68. 64 and a half. That's where that's what it should be or will be. If it was our book, I'd say put up 64 and a half and you'd be like, whoa, that's a big jump, Dave. Yeah. Okay. So what? <laughs> Let them bet it. What are they going to go under 64 and a half? Please. Somebody bet under. We ain't taking it under bet. Please do us a favor. Bet under 64 and a half. You want it again? I'm going to go to 63 and a half. Bet it again. Please. That's what you have to do. You got to find. I mean, I would jump it that much. Wow. The, 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 how many times in a row has it gone over? I think five. In almost every game they played. Yeah, uh, at home, right? At home, yeah. Over. It's it's well, they're eleven and one at home, and I mean, what they've like the total number of points scored for Boston at home during this homestand: one twenty-five, one twenty-two, one thirty, one forty, one thirty-four. Half numbers. People. Well, I, I know, but I'm looking at total numbers. First half numbers. I got to do math. First half <laughs> numbers against the Mavericks. It was seventy-one. Okay. Uh. Against the Kings, the first half number was look at his head. Um, sixty-six. Okay. Uh, against the Wizards, the first half number. This one's big. Yeah, they scored seventy-two okay. <laughs> in, in the first half of them. Right. Uh, against the Hornets. Oh God, this number's gonna be monster. They scored seventy-eight. Okay. Okay. <laughs> 78. I still haven't heard a number under 65. And then the heat last night, 68. Oh no. Okay. In, in this homestand, they have not scored less than 65 points in the first half. I think it's less than 68. I think the low is 68. Exactly. <laughs> 64 and a half. Come and get it. Come bet under, please. Let's go. It's going to be 61. <laughs> it's going to be 61 tomorrow. I can't well, wait. Can't complain about losing. I mean, I don't look, I would not be on this if it wasn't for Julian Edlow. So it's Julian's Julian noticed this. So he's put me on this. I've hit it the last two times. This is 
I don't know how many people are trailing this, but we've been talking about this now for, for a couple of games. Yeah. I don't know how many people are betting it. So I don't know if the books really give a flip. It may be like 30. Well, bets. they don't, they would, they will. It just keeps going. They will yeah. like the first periods, you right. see with the first periods in hockey, nobody was talking about it. And then everybody started talking about it. Then everybody started betting it. And now, you know, the defense Juice. juices, you can't do anything in hockey, but the like juice. moving the number from right. one and a half to two is gigantic. And they don't like the pushes. So what they've done is taken something that was priced at minus or you know, minus 130 or 140 over one and a half and said 180, 190, come on in and bet it. <laughs> at least with this, we could keep it fair, just move the number. So we'll watch and see what happens tomorrow for the Heat and the Celtics for the first half total. We'll talk about it tomorrow on Friday's roll call Friday's edition. If of- you guys in a risk room are listening to this. <laughs> And you go 60 and a half minus 200 over. Oh, my. I'm going to be very upset with you. Minus 200? Is that enough to make you not bet it? No, it makes me go shop to a book. They'll give me an alt first half number. Well, I'll go find 61, 62. I'll make phone calls, get my DraftKings buddies involved, and I'll make them make the bet for me. Okay. Well, because I'm not laying juice on 60 and a half. I'll just take an alt number at 61, 62 and a half, something like that. Right. I get plus money potentially like the bet. If you can find an alternative first half number for Boston, like we just ran through the numbers, you can get some serious plus money going over 66. Right. <laughs> like if you can find right. an, alt, an alt number, you probably find like plus 400 or something like that. Given what Boston's doing scoring, you can ladder the whole damn thing. Start at 60 and ladder to 68. He feel pretty good about the chat. He said he would still go over 64 and a half while they're on I, this run. I would agree. I think he's not wrong. I mean, we just did the numbers. I mean, there's some halves that are scoring 72 points in the first half. It's absurd. Right now. I mean, they, you just can't stop it. And we asked this question yesterday. What was the best combined single building record? I don't know the entire season, but our guy Scott Van Pelt and the ESPN stats crew yesterday found out that the Washington Capitals and the Washington at the time bullets 16 and 0 in the month of November back in the eighties, Boston Bruins, Boston Celtics just tied that mark in November with the Celtics win last night. 16, they may, they may never lose a game, 16 home games, between the Bruins and the Celtics, 16 wins. Like how the flip does that happen? I don't know. That's uh, it's it's I'm trying to think. I know those Capitals teams were good because they used to beat the Penguins all the 89. time. Eighty nine bullets in the Capitals, March of nineteen eighty nine. Man, ESPN. who was on that Bullets team? Don't Put that in the chat. Nineteen eighty nine Washington Bullets. Bugsy Bogues. Oh, was that that team? I don't Washington. know. <laughs> bullets. Nineteen eighty nine Bullets team. 1989. Let's see. Roster is. Oh, God. This is great. Oh, it was 80. It had to be 88, 89. Okay. I mean, they, the no, record yeah, was 40 yeah. and 42. Yeah. March of 80, 80. Yeah. We'd March of 89 would be the 88, 89 season. Yes. That makes sense. Okay. So, geez, they finished 40 and 42. So they had a hot month of March. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> Listen to these guys on this list. I knew my man, Bernard King, one of my favorite basketball players of all time, all time. 
was Bernard King. But listen to this list. Mark Allery. Okay. Do you remember Mark Allery from yep. Duke? Mm-hmm. Terry Catledge. No idea. University of South Alabama. Um, New Mexico State's own Steve Coulter. Sure. Okay. <laughs> Liddell Eccles from New Orleans. Where are you now? <laughs> Dave Fentanyl or Fidel from UTEP. Harvey Grant played at okay. Clemson. Yep. Charles Jones. They had two Charles Joneses. <laughs> the same team? There's right. 23 Charles Jones and 51 Charles Jones. Oh. 51 Charles Jones was a power forward, went to Louisville. 23 Charles Jones went to Albany State University. Bernard King, Jeff Malone, Dominic Presley uh, from BC, Boston College, Daryl Walker from Arkansas, this is and John Williams, <laughs> Hot Rod Williams. Oh, that yeah. That is from LSU. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh huh. On that capital, team finished on, on, forty and forty-two. They won every game in March. Won every game in March, and the Capitals did too. March of eighty-nine, Celtics Bruins just matched it. Sixteen. I wouldn't. I mean, seriously, you could have given me a thousand guesses. I would. I would agree with that. And that's props to Scott Van Pelt and the research crew at ESPN. Thank you for getting that. There's one game in the NBA tonight. One. Detroit's hosting Dallas. Mavericks. No, are laying no one's watching that game, <laughs> including me. Okay, that's a question. Any interest in watching this game? No. You? No. I got basketball and football, college basketball and football to watch tonight. I love the Thursday night TNTs when they do it. They chose wisely to not do it tonight with Buffalo. <laughs> Get out of the way because right? no it's one's going to be watching. Just, yeah. Come yeah. on. So, like I mentioned, uh, Patriots, Bills tonight, number Bills are laying three and a half points on the road, opened at four and a half. Patriot money has come in. Total is 43 and a half. It has not moved. This is Jim Kelly. What about the over in this game tonight? Over? Wasn't expecting you to say that. What about it? 43 and a half seems light to me. Buffalo has gone over consistently against the Patriots. They've killed them. What are we getting tonight from Buffalo? How many points? Josh Allen, another pick. You're getting 24 points minimum. Is he throwing a pick? Probably, yeah. Um, man, Buffalo's so frustrating. I feel like they should score 40 almost every game. But they won't against the Patriots. Yeah, they won't against the Patriots. No. No. Um, (laughs) Clown MB3 just came in and said, I'm in Michigan, and I'm not watching that basketball game tonight. He's there. Nobody's watching it. Um. You like over just an idea. I'm right. playing. I'm playing with the total and I'm playing with the side. So in better book side, you're teasing new England up. So you're yep. coming a mile away with that. Mm-hmm. You're teasing it with the total. Yeah. Same game teaser. Oh, mm-hmm. down, take the total down and go over. Yes. All right. 24, 17 final. 24-17 Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Oh. Conceding the win, sir? I have a hard time believing the Patriots win this game tonight. I am all in on watching it. I will love it. I will be ecstatically happy tonight. It's kind of how I feel about Creighton in Texas. I will be placing a Creighton and Patriots money line parlay bet for the fun of it tonight. It's plus 700. Oh. Wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We'll be doing that for fun. My donation to the book tonight will be part of that. Understood. But 
I will be doing that for fun, but it's the same way. I, I do believe that both games are going to be good. Both games are going to be tight, but the team that I want to win is going to lose. Guys, if you're watching right now, put your predicted score in the chat right now. Sebastian Anthony just came in with 27-23. Bills. Bills? Okay. Yeah. Like it. Bills defense uh, is going to concede points tonight. That's Bills. my opinion. Really? Yes. Does this game look like the Minnesota game with the Patriots? By the way, uh, whoever just said Texas and Bills parlay, good luck because you're laying juice on it. Pretty good juice on it. What's the Texas line right now? Seven? Six and a half. It's like minus 300. Boy, oh boy, they're making these money lines expensive. <laughs> so you want to bet Texas money line? Be my guest. It used to be, I swear, six and a half. I thought it was like 250, 260. It was minus 300. Yeah, it's a lot. Uh, I can tell Damn, you. Son. That is a oh. lot. The money line right now is uh, minus, yeah, $3. So $3 on Texas if you want that. And then if you combine it with the bills, bills money line is minus $2. You're, you know, basically close to it. Yeah. Minus 103. Right. That should be about even money. Texas on Vandals minus 285. Okay. So minus $3. So if you want it, I mean, yeah, I mean, I think that probably is not a bad idea. Texas, Texas and the bills to bet. You can do that too. Look at this. They're flowing now with these prediction scores. They're all over. That's a worry. 31, 20, 20 Oh no, Stevie Mac's going. I, I think Stevie Mac might be on something. 13, 24, 10. 20, 24, 20. The world thinks the game's going over on Thursday night. That's a bad thing. I'm concerned about that. Right. Well, I pulled it down and went over. I have it 41 points. Why would That's you my, push it up and go under? Because the Patriots have been scoring. The Patriots and the Bills defense have been conceding points a lot in the last month. No Vaughn <laughs> Miller. No pressure on Mack. The, the, Jacoby Myers playing is a big deal. Ramondre <laughs> Stevenson can run the football. I think the Patriots score 17 to 20 points tonight. And if they do, the game's going over. Game goes over. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why. We know Buffalo scoring at minimum 24 points. Like it's just they're gonna score 24 points. You know, I like to default to the under, but I don't I don't think I can here. I don't think I can. It's odd to me though. Why hasn't it moved? It's been 43 and a half for 24 shit going hours. On, P. Rolt. They're gonna maybe play it later, or maybe it's just a good number. That's the other thing. There's no play. There's no play in the game. There's no need to move it. Sometimes the number's just right. It doesn't, it sits for three, four days. I think there's a lot of questions with Allen's elbow. Is it right? It didn't look bad on Thanksgiving. Eh, no, it didn't. He was, <laughs> phew, he was chucking the ball around. I guess. That's the other thing. People are like, short week. No, it's not. Both these teams are on a full had week, a week off or had a week between their games because yeah. they played Thursday. So, um, 31 wow. 20. Spain is up one nothing in the soccer. Germany's up one nothing in the soccer. On Spain? No, Spain is up on Japan. Oh. And Germany's up in their game. Does it matter? 
Well, they both get wins. Obviously, they advance. Oh, okay. I don't. I literally have no idea. I, I, I normally I pay attention. I have so much shit going on in my life right now that I have had zero time to pay attention at all to the World Cup. None. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's been uh, it's been a busy week to say the least. <laughs> I've got nothing. I being at your house at nine twenty this morning <laughs> would be evidence of that. Yes. Um, lots going on. So, all right. So we we got that to game tonight. The other. Interesting NFL story. Aaron Rodgers made it known yesterday he is open to sitting. You buy this? Maybe. <laughs> I was stunned. I don't, I'm I'm not. I, I I mean, if he says it, he's been so open and honest every week on Pat's show that now. I just feel like he don't he's not manipulating anything. He's just mm-hmm. speaking his mind and doesn't give a shit what anybody thinks or says. So say it to the media, it gets put out everywhere. The guys upstairs, if you didn't say it to them already, they know. Elimin- oh. they, if they lose to the Bears on Sunday, they are eliminated from the playoffs. Going into the bye week, they will be out. How are they losing to the Bears on Sunday? Just saying. But they could, they have a bye, and then they come back. If they lose again, if they lose one of the next two games, they're basically going to be eliminated. They got to run the table. It's it, it would work out in a perfect world that he plays this week, they lose. The bye week, they say, all right, it's time. We're going to give him reps, you know, relax. It's, uh, that would be great. Instead, you know what's going to happen. The Packers are going to win by 20. <laughs> He's going to have four touchdowns, light it up. Aaron's back. Here we go. And they got all this mess in the bye week to talk about. Now, is he sitting? Is he not? Well, no. Look, at how are you going to sit him now? That's probably what's going to happen, right? If he's right, I mean, he has a broken thumb and a bruised rib. So. He's not exactly healthy. <laughs> well, they can use they can use that and say health reasons too. And maybe that's know. why he's open. Maybe that's why he's saying he is open to the idea because of the fact that he's so banged up. Right. So just an interesting thing to keep in mind. We all, I mean, I was on board with the idea that Aaron wants to play. Aaron wants to play. And then yesterday he was like, well. If we're eliminated, of course, I want to play, but I would be, I would have an open mind to ideas about what to do going forward. I forgot to change to the Patriots. How oh, we were talking how about clean the, that is. Yeah. Yeah. It, it even matches with the Bills jersey. It's weird. These matches, these colors all kind of go together. So red, white, and blue. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's not bad. Um, obviously, he plays Sunday, right? Yes. The line tells me he's playing Sunday. Yeah, he's playing Sunday. Yeah. And him saying he's open to sitting, I think, also means he's playing Sunday. Because right. if they're eliminated, they lose to the Bears, then I think, yes, he's done for the year. After the bye, he won't play again. If they win and play well, I mean, he owns the Bears, and the Bears' defense is absolutely awful. <laughs> I mean, really, team total Packers over is one bet I probably will make. Speaking of team totals, Richmond just dropped in and said Patriots team total is 19 and a half over minus 120. Oh, they're so right. It's right there. 
I said twenty four seventeen. I think they. I think twenty points is the number. It's good. It's, it's, it's the right number. Man, UCE just said would love to see Rogers in the Bay Area with the Niners. I think mm. that's the prevailing like talk. Where if he leaves Green Bay, there's really only one spot. But Stand I don't know. Jets fans want him there. Yeah. Your Patriot people were talking about he could go to Bill and say one. Let's round it up one time. Give me some wide oh, yeah. receivers and let's line it up and go. They want Tom back. So Tom's <laughs> not coming back, people. They're pining for their ex. It's not. Really bad. <laughs> it's not coming back. I don't think so, but I think it's an amazing story if it happened. It would be amazing. Because then we know Great it's her content. We would know it's her fault. But that's a way to do it. You and make- this having to have fault. Nobody's having fault. We'll just move on. That's it. No. Though everybody believes, I don't know, I, let me rephrase. There is a large majority of people in New England who believe that Giselle is the reason Brady played with the Bucks. She wanted to go to Florida. She was sick of Boston. She hated the city, hated the people, hated the cold, hated everything. And she's the reason why they went to Florida and went to Tampa. Boston. Tom was perfectly fun. comfortable. Staying yeah. and playing it out, but he had to tell her, I'm gonna sign one more contract and then I'll go somewhere else. I promise, let me play it out for one more contract. She said, Fine. Contract got over. Tom wound up going to Florida, going to Tampa because that's where she wanted to go to. Mm. And Patriot fans are like, We hate you, Giselle. And now she's gone. So if Giselle is out of the picture and Brady goes back to Bill, all Patriot fans will say, See, it was the Brazilians' fault. Sebastian Anthony came in and said Aaron Rodgers is going to Saudi Arabia for $300 million to play soccer. <laughs> Who the hell knows, right? They play everything else. Who knows? Yeah, hell of an athlete. Hell yeah. Go ahead and go whatever. Yeah. All right. So we mentioned it briefly, but Texas tonight is the game of the night in college basketball. Longhorns are laying six and a half against the Creighton Blue Jays. I pulled this one out for you today. To just what the represent? It's a blue, Toronto Blue Jays hat, but it's a what it it's is. Blue Jays. Why are you wearing that now? We're doing baseball here in a second. Yeah, but it's the Blue Jays, and it's for the people to bet over number of hat changes. I got to keep them on guard. Um, so here are some numbers for Texas you guys winning this game, right? Oh, here are some numbers. Coach McDermott has only faced Greg Beard once, and beat him. When they, when they played Jays okay. have only played Texas twice. 1974 was the last time they played. Yeah. So none of that means matters. shit. None of that matters. Ken Palm has this game as a nine point win for Texas. Oh, 73, 64. Okay. So it's an interesting look. What's the total? You've got the Creighton blue Jays on the road. Ranked 14th in Kenpom, taking on mm. Texas, who is ranked number one in Kenpom. Number one right now? Uh huh. Kenpom's number one team in the country Ooh. is Texas. They beat Gonzaga two weeks ago at home, 93 to 74. Wow. <laughs> Jays have their hands full tonight. Where was that game at? Texas in their new building. And the final was what? 
9374. Can you see what the line was? Um, the line in that game, I think it was seven. It was a complete, they blew the absolute doors off of Gonzaga. The line in that game was Texas was small favorites, right? No, they were pretty good size favorites because everybody was on a lot of people took Gonzaga for that reason. Because they were like, how is Gonzaga catching that many points on the road at Texas? This is ridiculous. The number closed at, at oh no, you're right. It was only two. Right. Wow. I thought it was a lot more than that. Yeah, Texas minus two. Number opened up at seven. Was bet down as low as five and a half. It's yeah. come back up to six and a half now. Yeah. Texas is going to win this game. Decent bet might be the over in this game. Right? This feels this feels low. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's early enough in the year that it gives me pause because I'm like, well, the Jays defensively have played pretty well, but 139 and a half of sub 140 total means the books expect the Jays to take the tempo down, but that's not how they play. I mean, talk about it's 140 and a half in town. Yeah. Okay. So it's one point difference with FanDuel. That is it's going the right way, right direction. Yeah. Gotta be over. If you find anything under 140, I think you gotta I mean bet the over. I think so. I mean, they are a little bit slower or sorry, a little, little bit quicker than the average possession in college basketball for Creighton. The average possession is 17.3 seconds. The Jays are 17 seconds. But, you know, adjusted tempo, they're really much like on average in college basketball. Yeah. But effective field goal percentage, the Jays are top 10. They're top 10 in turnover uh, percentage. They don't turn the basketball over. They're not a great rebounding team offensively, but defensively, they're great on the glass. They're top 10. They're the best free throw shooting team in the country at the moment. Hmm. Points are going to be scored in this game. I'm just nervous enough to go, wait, what do the books that that number gives me pause? Stevie Mack just dropped the Texas and Arizona money line parlay. Arizona uh, basketball? Mm-hmm. Minus, um, they're minus a six and a half, too. Comes to minus 120. The chat's lighting it up in there. Gee, can Utah at home? Ventura, 226 likes Arizona. it. Kiefer's in the chat, by the way. Shout out to my man Kiefer. So the Utah, the Utes are five and two, and their best win is, oh gosh, <laughs> nobody. <laughs> They played nobody. Wow. Right? <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's good. I like that bet. Right? Their best. They they played Mississippi State and lost. They beat Georgia Tech. Lost to Sam Houston. Yee. That's not good. Kafer says he likes the Jays team total over. Fair. What is it? Uh, let me look. Total is... Uh, team, where's Creighton total? 39 and a half. It's probably team props. Total points is 66 and a half. Ooh. Yeah. Like it. Texas 70, 73 and a half. Right. 
What's that add up to? 140. They have it at 139 and a half. <laughs> That's what Fandle's got. <laughs> Can't make it halves. <laughs> I, I love the math. Oh, man. So, yeah, I mean, team total crate. No, I mean, this is the game of the night in college basketball. Four o'clock Pacific time tip, seven o'clock. Game will almost be over right when the Patriot game kicks. So, you get the second half overlap a little bit, but I will be at a book watching these games which is a very rare occurrence for me, but Oklahoma state, Yukon. No next game. Oklahoma state, Yukon's the next game. How about eight, that? And a half, eight and a half. Contrary to your belief. I do look at the rundown before the show. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Dawson's very, Jeff Dawson's very excited about this game. Our friend Jeff from yeah. sports investments. It's heavy. Does, does Yukon need to, it, it feels it's, 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 it's a lot, right? It's heavy. I mean, how bad is Okie state? Not that bad. No? Not that bad. UConn is on a... I mean, they are wowing people right now. Right. They're arguably the hottest team in college basketball. Double-digit win then? It's asking it's just, a lot, is it not? It's asking a ton, <laughs> to be quite honest. I mean, Kempom has UConn all the way up to number six in the country. So Kempom has this as an 11-point win. What? 175-64. This is Overall. great for business for us. If UConn is good and you have to talk about UConn oh, yes. all oh, season, oh, this yeah. is good for business. Wait till Creighton and UConn play. Jeff and I have got oh, something dear. a lot cooking on that. Oh. The, we'll have to bring Jeff on the show then. Oh, man. So o- Okie State has lost to Southern Illinois and they've lost to UCF. What were the scores of those games? 61-60 and 60-56. Really low. Oh, their best oh. wins. DePaul beat him 82, 78 scored 82 points. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Scored 82 points against Tulsa and uh, 91 points against Oakland. But these are all really bad teams. How's UConn's defense? They good. Uh, they I mean, it's early they in the year, running? but defensively. Yes. They are top 10 with adjusted efficiency defensively under. Under in the basketball game. Oof, totals 139 and a half, just like the Jays. Yeah, let's see what it is here in town. Dun, 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 dun. I love the fact. Oh, it's right up top. <laughs> it's 135. What? 134 and a half. Yeah, that's an underplay if I ever heard it. If you guys can find a total that's on that Hold screen, on. 139 and a half or something Where did like that. that? Their money poured in. Under. It's down to 135 and a half at, at FanDuel. Under. Wow. That number this morning at 9 a.m. was 139 and a half. It's a four-point drop on the under in this game. Yeah. Somebody somebody woke up and chose violence on that game. That's what, that's what happens with these totals, man. <laughs> Jeez. That's what happens with these totals. That's two bets. Let me see. I'll trace the line history for the one place. Let's see. So, yeah, this morning it was 138 and a half. Boom, 135 and a half. <sighs> then 136 and a half, 134 and a half, 134, 133 and a half, 135. This total at Circa has moved wow. one, two, three, four, five, six times in one, two, three hours. That's fun. Woo. When you're booking a games like that, you're like, oh, this is awesome. Because there's a lot of different numbers, and it the chances of it falling 134, slim and what? none. 
It's a I mean, grinder of a game. If it's 134, isn't Okie State live to cover? Well, that's yeah. I mean, it's if you like under, which I'm I'm telling you, I kind of do, but Okie State looks like they may not be able to score against good defensive teams. They haven't played anybody. This is the problem with these games this week. These are games like last night. Drake played Indiana State. It's their first conference game. They lost by two. They're laying two. Did you see what happened in that game? No. So I'm on with Gabe and Cam, and I peek down, and Drake starts to look like they're going to go on a little roll. I'm just looking at the line. I didn't see one second. So I bet Drake on the money line, minus $2. They go on the run. It goes up to plus 700 on Indiana State. And I'm like, all right, I just laid $2. I have to, just in case, take plus 700. Now we start talking about other stuff. Coach James Young comes in does some stuff. We're talking. I look down, and Indiana State's fucking winning. I'm like, what just happened? Yeah. So I got minus 200 on the side I wanted. Yeah, plus 700. Uh, plus 700 just <laughs> as insurance so I don't lose nothing. All I had to do was just put the same unit size on that. I'd have made Bank. five units. <laughs> and I did it as a throwaway. That's why these basketball games, you never know, end up losing the game. So we got at least that's good for the people that are watching the show. By the way, the way did you play. really tweet a Nebraska basketball player last night? Did you really did that? Did, did you, you really see do that? that guy? Did you really do that? Did you did really you, actually treat I, a Nebraska on the day that Creighton plays Texas as a top 10 team? You actually had me look at a Nebraska basketball player on my timeline. Did you see that kid? He was, I, he had the headband working. He plays I love basketball the for Nebraska. He plays for uh, the worst. He was lighting it up. Who cares? He Hold plays on. for Nebraska. Hold on. His name was just, it got me. I turned on the game and I was like, wait a second. Who is this kid? He's nobody cares. Up. <laughs> Look, Keshi Tominga. Right. K-Site. K- I don't even know how to say his name, <laughs> but he was lighting it up, P Roll. And he was Great. doing the thing like this. He Great. was going like this, making Phenomenal. threes. It was so much fun. Nebraska's barely in the top 100 of Ken Palm. The game was fun. <laughs> I was enjoying the game. So here's, here's what's going to happen. This is what always happens. So the Jays are going to lose to Texas tonight, right? And then they're going to turn around and they've got Nebraska on Sunday and they're going to absolutely eviscerate the Huskers on Saturday, on Sunday. Lay whatever, lay whatever number you want. So they, they played tonight and then they don't play again until Sunday. Oh, man. Breaking news. What? Rappaport's reporting. Zach Hat just DM'd me this. Blake Corum to have knee surgery. He's out for the rest of the I year. I saw it fly by in the chat. Yeah, somebody somebody threw it in there. My gosh, that stinks. Well, Michigan's backup kid's got to play the way he played against Ohio State. He played really well. Right. All right. Uh, the Wall Street Journal has an interesting article out today, and I want to pose this question to you, Dave. So more and more people in bigger and bigger. No, it does not. It doesn't work. More and more people. We talked a lot yesterday about Kansas and about the way that these states are going to be legalizing sports betting. Right. There's more and more people who are now out with the idea of banning colleges from signing official sports book partnerships because they believe that 
saying they should do that or should not do that? That they should ban books and their <sighs> business dealings with the colleges. Wall Street, Wall Street Journal today has a very large article on this with some pretty powerful lawmakers oh. who are who are saying it is time to stop this from happening. Oh, the LSU deal. Wonder why. <laughs> Answer the question yourself. Right, continue, why? sir. No. Well, it's just a, it's a, it's an interesting idea because more and more lawmakers are asking the questions that I think need to be asked. But if you are LSU, if you are Colorado. If you are a major institution and you have an official sports book partner, who are you targeting? Who is your intended marketing target? The blue hairs that that live around the college towns. <laughs> no, was I wrong? Sorry, the professors. That's, the well, professors that's, who that's that's who the books are telling you they're targeting, but lawmakers are quick to point out, well, maybe they're not. Hmm. And is the is the intent? to get after an 18-year-old versus a 25-year-old or 45-year-old. What do you mean? They can't gamble till they're 21. Are you grooming somebody to get them to have brand awareness and brand association, which is, I think, the intention. Don't think the intention is to have them gamble with the book, but when they turn of legal age, kind of goes down to the idea of like, I don't want my dad's beer when I turn 21, I want my own beer. So I want the, I, I'm more Did you ever have beer when you weren't, before you were 21 though? Of course. Oh. Of course. <laughs> oh. Huh. But that, that was Sam Adams. When I was growing up, Samuel Adams was a microbrew and Sam Adams' whole target was my dad drank Bud Heavy. So I drank Sam Adams. Sam Adams is pretty good. It is. It was better when it wasn't a macro brew. But. I can't you know. keep track. Macro brew, micro brew, all this other stuff. I just try it. If you've never like heard it, of it, it's a micro brew. <laughs> if you've okay. heard of it, it's a macro brew. <laughs> I don't know. I remember Sam Adams when I was in, when I came, moved to Arizona 20 years ago. Right. When it was a micro brew, it wasn't in Arizona. You couldn't get it. <laughs> oh, I could get it in Harlem. Yes. Fizzy Wick Ale is still my favorite Christmas beer. The best thing that they make. Oktoberfest is pretty damn good too, but Fizzy Week Ale Excuse me. Thank at you. Christmas time is hmm. I I always drink it when I go home. It's good stuff. I think I can get it at Costco now. Actually, shows you how ma- how macro brew they are now. You can get salmon arms at Costco. Damn. <laughs> um, is this a good thing? I don't think books should be able to be on campus marketing. Personally. But the credit card companies can't? Nope, they shouldn't either. But anti that, that's where I was going with this. They're I both, mean, they, they, they both shouldn't be allowed the, to do it. Can the condoms and the home pregnancies and all of the, the, the things there, can you do that on college campuses? What do you think? It's do? a little bit of a different topic because it's public health versus entertainment. What about the weed companies? I don't think they're allowed on campus. No. I don't think a weed company is allowed. I've never seen a weed company on campus. Have you? I haven't been on a college campus um, other than close by here to UNLV or when I went to visit a couple with the kids and we played in tournaments at college campuses. Um, Have you been to the UNLV campus? It's about yesterday. You you can smell the dispensary across the street. Yeah, but it's not on campus. 
It's across the street, Matthew. But it's not on campus. It's you can't dictate you that. Can you can face the sign right towards nah, campus. You can't. I mean, the university can't be responsible for what happens on Maryland Parkway. Okay. What happens on Maryland Parkway is a public place. That's that's up to that shopping area to dictate who goes there. So if there's a casino with a book. I don't have a problem with that, but they're allowed right e- next to the car. LSU campus. is is sending emails out on their email lists with offers to sports books. To kids? To everyone. There's no it is it is spray it. They're the official book of LSU. They just spray. They push it out. Colorado, same thing. Different book, but same practice. Billboards all over campus. Billboards, you know, on the back of tickets, on the back of, you know, on this. They are the official sports betting partner of the university. (laughs) So what do you do with the schools that share the, the stadiums like Pitt? Steelers are official betting partners. No, with I, look, regardless of if I think or not, it, it's not going away. It's only going up. Because right. I think the idea of blocking, saying like, you can't, if you're in Pennsylvania, you can't bet on pit games is stupid. Well, I know, but you can advertise in Pitt Stadium or in right. what used to be Heinz Field, Acrisure, whatever, now the place right. that the, they play, they both play there. You take the ads down when Pitt plays there and leave them well, up when the Steelers yeah, play there. There's different ads that go up when the Steelers play just because of marketing deals. You buy in the stadium, it's not a permanent ad. It's always changing. It's always fluctuating. But who buys it is the question. Who is allowed to buy it is the question. And if you buy an ad at Fenway Park, but Fenway College shared is there. You can't take that down. They do. You sure they replace it? Yes. If they sell it, they can replace it. If they have ad rights to it, it all depends on the deal as to what do you have access to change. There's three parties for every property. There's three parties. Really, there's the building itself. They can sell ads. It's the team. The team can do that. And then when a third party comes in, if you're like hypothetically, right? So you're Bruce Springsteen and you play a concert being presented by a credit card company and a credit card company's ad is inside Fenway Park. You can cover that up. Wow. It just depends. It just depends upon who has the rights to what part of the venue advertising wise. Every, every property is different, but yes, you, you can cover it up. I'd be pretty pissed. If I was the, like, I paid to be on the wall at the great green monster and DraftKings is on the wall and they have right. other stuff there. And I, who is I, right. But the question would be in the, in the language, do I have a right to advertise in non Red Sox games? Sometimes the answer is yes. Okay. Sometimes right. the answer is so no. You would know that. Ahead yeah. Of you would know going idea. in what you're okay. buying. You would know when are you, what are you buying from a sponsorship okay. standpoint? Okay. And sometimes there's two prices. Like okay. price one would be okay. you want all of it. You want a, a, a static sign doesn't move, like the Coca Cola bottles that were on top of the light tower that, yeah. got, that came down. Yeah, that was that was permanent. It was a permanent structure. You couldn't cover the Coke bottles up. Right at Fenway Park. Okay, different price. <laughs> Kiefer just came in the chat and said, "Oh my God, they were giving out three hundred dollars in free bets if you signed up through LSU's link." See, that's what I mean. Should that be allowed? I don't, it, it just, it doesn't look great. I mean, 
but I know what they're doing and it's not going to stop it. But there's lawmakers who are asking some pretty strict questions right now about, you know, how all this is going to end, right? I mean, it's going on and overseas. Now there's a lot of people that just get addicted to this because it's so damn easy. Now the shit comes right to your phone, right? Are you calling your, you're calling your parents. If you're at school, you you guys watching the show, 18, 19, 20 years old, you call mom and dad and say, Hey, I just downloaded this app. I got 300 and free bets. I just wanted you to know. No. Oh no. Ain't telling nobody nothing. But technically, you're supposed to age verify it so they wouldn't be able to bet on it. Technically, you're supposed to. Yeah. But you get a buddy who can is 21, <laughs> just like you do with a buddy to buy you beer. It's the same situation. Place a right. bet for me. Hey, go ahead and run this bet for me. Yes. It's happening. 100%. Man, oh It's man. more about the name association, university branding with a book branding. And the, the lawmakers are asking are you targeting kids? And the books are saying, no, we're not. No, but, there's a lot of alumni we're targeting, sir. Right. But that's the problem is, <laughs> is a, how do you determine it? How do you police it? You can't. How do you measure that? Agreed. I don't know. That's the question. So they may just say, okay, you cannot, if you're, there's some states that might just come in and say, you can't do it. You cannot have an official sports book if you're a university or a public university. They should have said that at the damn beginning. Well. There are some states that are starting Massachusetts for one. Okay. If Boston college wants to have an official sports book, people are asking, should they be allowed to do that? Others are saying, no, nobody goes to those games. That wouldn't be a big deal. All right. Um, Well, no one goes to college sports at all in new England. So Ohio should Ohio state be able to have an official sports book. Oh, are our friends of Bedford? They're probably talking to them right now. Might be. I mean, they're the Bengals. Bengals and the Browns, but I don't know if they're with right. Ohio State. But you, you know, somebody wants to be. Yeah. According, actually, you know what? We I talked to the book that supposedly had the Ohio State. Um, shucks, what was the name of that book? It was a only in Ohio book. If you're the school, you should talk to them all. Oh yeah, a lot you of could money have there. The scoreboard. You could have the end zone. You could have right. the outside. You could have <laughs> this. We'll sell it all. Who gives a uh-huh. shit? Right. If you're gonna pay. But the so lawmakers, I'm not, I'm not knocking LSU necessarily. I'm not knocking the book even. It's just I bring it up because this is a big article today in Wall Street, in the Wall Street Journal about there are lawmakers who are asking some very strict questions. They should be asking those questions. It's just about the whether, answers are complete bullshit in a lot of those cases. <laughs> That's the problem. Yeah. All right, let's squeeze in this judge yep. conversation before yep. we lose Sports Grid yep. here uh, coming up. So Aaron Judge, the report is out. He is 50-50 between the Giants and the Yankees. Do you, do you believe, believe this? that? Do you no, believe I that? Do not. I do not. I don't either. But it's being reported that Aaron Judge is flipping a coin between the Yankees and the Giants, going home to California or staying right where he is. All right. Watch this chat. Go through right now and put Giants or Yankees. Where do you think Aaron Judge is going to end up? Watch what happens in the next 10 to 30 seconds. Chat, it's supposed, it's to, it's supposed to come within the next 50, seven 50. days. Do you believe this? Well, I mean, he's using them to, to bid against each other. That's awesome. But I don't believe this shit at all. Right, watch, watch where it comes. Trent Junks, first in, Giants. Stevie Mack, capital M, capital K, Giants. Wow. More people are saying Giants than I thought. Stevie Wonder. Stevie Wonder. I love it. 
football guy 97. Yeah, so here's wow. all, here, here's cow, all the look at all these giants. Guys, he's staying with the Yankees. Yeah, he's not going to I want him, I want him with the Giants. Please go to go to the San Francisco Giants. Please, Aaron Judge, go. Leave wow, the division. There's way more Giants. I I can't believe it. Wow. I thought for sure we would have more Yankees. Chad, I love you, but come on. Because the Giants will do whatever they have to do. If Aaron Judge wants to be the highest paid player in baseball, he will go to the Giants. The Giants will make him the They'll highest. They'll make paid. him the. You think so? Giants will make him the highest paid player because you have to contend with the with the Dodgers. They need a bat. How? I mean, I we watch Giants games. We bet on Giants games. How many games were two to one and three to two with the a Giants lot, last year? A lot of good unders. They got a, a phenomenal of stable of arms. They can't score to save their lives. <laughs> you go ahead and bring in Aaron Judge. Akbar said he's going to Saudi Arabia. <laughs> Akbar, Akbar's my guy. Oh, JC from KC, Dream on Kansas City Royals. You guys are the best. Um, Santiago says he's going to the New York Football Giants. Oh, nice. Too, too good. Whitrock says no bleeping way he's going to San Francisco. You think that they overpay that much? Yes. They well, that makes the decision. To. I mean that puts a that puts a decision on his plate. Yes, that's the only way. He, that's why he's overpay. That's why he is determining it. Yeah, I think he's deciding does he want to stay in New York where he can build a brand and take the Yankees, you know, to the World Series and win the World Series in New York for the first time in forever, and then be the guy in New York because you can make up the difference playing in New York with the Yankees marketing wise, or you go home to California. To play in a non-hitter's ballpark, you will never hit 60 home runs again. But you could be the highest played Barry player in Barry Bonds did it there. Barry Bonds did do it there. But Barry Bonds was not clean when Barry Bonds did it there. Oh, don't start that, please. I don't want to talk about that. December 1st, I don't want to talk about whether he's using or not. And all There's no stuff. conversation he was using. No. Judge. Oh, no. I don't, I don't think. I think your judge is clean. I don't think he's. Dirty at all. That's what I mean. But he won't hit 60 again playing in San Francisco. Just no matter what he wants. Like, what what are his end goals? If his end goal is to win a ring, I think you stay you stay with the Yankees. Your end goal is to make the as Giants much money. Just in the NLCS last year, not this past year, the year before. Yeah, but you would admit the path is more difficult, right? In the National League than the American League? Yeah. So... It's a more I mean, difficult path. Maybe it's pretty difficult in the, in the American League too. Who's beating Houston? They just get another That's guy. It. There's one team, you know, Houston. Was it who else? That's it. You have one impediment in the National League. You have the multiple. Yankees, not an impediment. The the Guardians are he, actually he's playing. Pretty good. He's playing on the Mariners. Yankees. He'd, he'd be with the Yankees, not against them. He'd be with them. Well, the the AL East is a juggernaut itself. The Blue Jays are unproven. The Red Sox can't stop fumbling over their own themselves. They're going to lose Bogarts and here. Don't mention the Baltimore Orioles, sir. The Orioles, come on. They're not, baby. Come on. They're not an impediment to the Yankees winning the World Series. So it's the Astros. People, you guys got to keep number of times that we say impediment every day. <laughs> We're on a roll. That's like three days in a row. You said impediment multiple times. The Yankees are one of two or three teams likely to win the American League pennant. The Giants have a litany of teams to worry about. Oh, now I have to look at this right now. 
what, what? Don't look. I'll look. The Giants are what as far as choice in the National League? How many teams ahead of them? Three or three? Four? Three. There might be four. I say three. Let's see. Baseball World Series. Dodgers, Mets, and the and the Braves. Atlanta. <sighs> Dodgers, Mets, Braves, Padres, Phillies. Oh. Cardinals, Woo! Milwaukee Brewers, San Francisco Giants, sir. Nine? Eight? Where are they on the list? That's one, two, three, four, five, six. Seventh. Damn. Wow. Seventh option. Just ahead. Wow. See? That after that, it's the Marlins at 70 to one national league is a hard run. So what was he want? Do you want money or does he want to go play in the world series? Can't blame him for either one. Yankees are the third choice. They're like the third or fourth choice every year. They should be gone, but they lose judge. They won't be. be Bye-bye sports. Great. Thank you so much guys for watching. We appreciate it. Hit us up on Twitter. If you're watching it at sports, BK Kunsig, at sports talk, Matt or at Boston versus the book BVB back tomorrow at midnight Eastern. If you're live on YouTube or Twitter, don't move more to come with BVB. One more quick baseball story. Yep. We did not hit on this. We missed it, but what's your reaction to Jose Abreu going to the Astros? Enough is enough. I mean, like really, you might've had a weak spot. (laughs) And then you go get this guy like shit. His average with runners in scoring position is unbelievable. I mean, they're going to have him and Alvarez hitting back to back in the middle of the lineup. You got your own. Forget about the Bronx bombers. It's the Houston bombers. I mean, that's that. That's huge for them. Yeah. And that just that. The he, White was the Sox. Number, he was the number one target for the Red Sox this offseason, and they missed him. He's the number one target for a lot of people. He's good. Man, it's just it's the Houston's five to one with the Dodgers to win a World Series. Houston and the Dodgers, five to one. New York Yankees eight plus eight fifty with the Braves, plus eight fifty. Somehow the Mets are still plus nine fifty. People, come bet the Mets wherever you want. If it was our book, I'd put a fifteen to one. Just please, I'll fly you in. Just bring the money. In a bag, cash. They're not winning a World Series. Penguins minus 120 tonight against Vegas. How about that line? What? Penguins Vegas, favored? Vegas what? should be favored? You think Vegas should be favored? I do. Penguins should be, this should be minus 115 Vegas. I would sign for minus 110 both ways. I'm surprised. Or minus 105, 105, 110, one even. That's fine. Um, yeah, I so I did a show with Dave Damashek and Chris nice. Mack um on Spotify Live. Have you ever done that, by the way? Have you done a Spotify Live yet? It was unbelievable. Producer sends me a link. I get on it. And we did a Spotify Live where we answered trivia questions. It was really funny. But I told him that the Penguins would win this game thinking that it was going to come Vegas minus 110 or 115. I saw the line. I was like, oh, oh, what? <laughs> I don't Pause. know now. <laughs> are we getting backup goalies? Or what, what, what are we doing? We get confirmation of the goalies yet? Nope. 
I don't know. This feels like a WTF line. Your WTF I, lines oh, have I, been good. I got I got one of them coming in a second. Devils to stay hot against Nashville. Laying 215. We comfortable going to two dollars here with the New Jersey Devils on the money line? As the book, you got to do something. I mean, we've been telling everybody, you guys in the risk rooms that are watching us again <laughs> all over the world, thank you very much. But you're welcome because the Devils have lost how many games? How many games they lose in November, Matthew? One. One. <laughs> it's December 1st. It is. They're still playing. Um, What's one of my favorite expressions? They're hotter than fish grease. Oh. Uh, three wins in a row. 19 and four. Oh. Eight point lead in the Metropolitan Division. Oh. <laughs> and we get Nashville. And they were down two nothing to the Rangers, and they won five three in their last game. It's yeehaw beer, right? Is it Nashville? It is. You're gonna need yeehaw beer if you're rooting for Nashville tonight. <laughs> three and six on the road for the Predators. Nine three and one for the Devils. They've lost one game on the road all year, but they're at home. They're at home. I'm saying, but Devils Devils at are ten and one on the road. Don't confuse the people. You just give us road. I'm saying they're ten they're and one home. on the road. It's stupid. Lost three games at home. They're nine and three at home. <sighs> Devils sixty minute lumber. What's the sixty minute line? Oh, I didn't even look at that. That might Devils. be the move. Good call, JC from KC. Sometimes Devils. that's the way to battle that rather than 60 lay the minutes, line. no push is minus 136. A little more livable, no? Yes, definitely. So there's your play, sir. Um, yeah, FanDuel has all those like 60-minute. You want to bet the Devils in the under, it's plus 330. Devils in the over, five and a half goals is plus 170. Five and a half in regulation. Yep. Oh, Devils yeah. to win in regulation over five and a half goals is plus one seventy. Huh. Six is the total everywhere. Right. Okay. So here is my WTF line of the day. Yep. You tell me, Mister Bookmaker. Yep. The Kraken are nine one and one over their last eleven games. Nobody believes it. The Washington Capitals suck on the road. You do. They are three, seven, and two on the road. Three, seven, and two. Is that good? No. 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 What the fuck is this number? <laughs> what is this? Minus oh. 120? Did the Kraken just have a very successful road trip? Yes. Multiple games, multiple yes. cities. Yes. Multiple time zones. Yes. This is that one that catches them when they get home. This is the game that they lose because they've won six games in a row. This is the one that trips them up. Three-game road trip, Vegas, Anaheim, L.A. Oh, it's same time zone. That's not even bad. Yeah. And they scored 18 goals in those three games. Nine of them in one game. Nine of them in one game. Yeah. Five and four in the other two. Telling you, I know the way they're thinking. They're going to, I mean, if, if they haven't played Washington already, they're going to play Washington. Okay. Be my guest. Play Washington. Right. 
watch that plus three thirty parlay two days ago, cash because <laughs> right <laughs> because it's that I mean some of these guys, all these people searching where the smart money's at, the sharp money and the rhombuses in the squares, they're fucking wrong too. Here's a fun. Here's a fun. Japan bet for just you. scored. Holy cow! It's one one. Great. Here's a fun bet for you. Texas Buffalo Bills Kraken money line three leg money line parlay is plus two seventy. Three game money line parlay with who? Bills. Bills. Longhorns. And the Kraken. Isn't Arizona the best part of that money line parlay? Oh, you can add it again. You want to add a fourth leg? Well, I mean, it's not going to pay enough, but I mean, that's what five to one. Those four uh, teams. You want to add in Arizona tonight to that flat parlay, and you will get four to one hundred. Four? Yeah, four to one. You want to do a little parlay action on that. Uh, Omaha Steaks, searing hot take of the day. We're not going to go too fast on this. We'll just talk about BVB. 30 bucks off omahasteaks.com coming here for you guys for their holiday curated packages available right now. We love the sponsorship, but we also love the support you guys give us. We thank you very much for everything for Betfred Sportsbook now here with Omaha Steaks. Thank you very much. BVB at checkout. 30 bucks off. You get it. We were going to talk about the 16-team playoff. We already talked about it. So <laughs> we, we can skip ahead to better to book it. Patriots plus nine and a half over 37 and a half total perspective. Pool betting or booking this at minus 120. Um, by the way, you know, I, I any book that's doing minus 120 for, for teasers, I'm applauding you. Yeah, you should be doing that all the time. Well, there's books here at minus 140 in Vegas that just when I shop, just don't around, want the action. That's what they're selling. Around, Go somewhere like, else. That's it. Fuck off. Minus one and forty. Like, oh, what are you heck. doing? Yeah. It drives me nuts. Um. Oh my goodness! Did they just score again? Who? Japan just scored again. Wow! They just took the lead. Uh-oh. Um. I think I would bet this, and I never want to say I would bet. Uh, I mean, I don't want to lose my bookmaker <laughs> card. Saying I would bet this. Uh, what loses here? Patriots get blown out. Fair. All right. I'll book it for that reason because I don't think I did the total. It's going over. I like the yeah. game overs. That's just yeah. I'm staring 37 and a half. I can't get away from it. My eyes keep going to it like that ain't losing. <laughs> right. So Patriots can lose by 10. Yeah. Okay. Maybe. Uh, all right. I'll book it. Pats but could I'm also win the game crazy. outright, potentially. What? But- yeah. What? Yeah. You, so. you you said before that they weren't going to win. No, but I say they could. Oh. Patriots, Patriots alive to win the game. Creighton plus six and a half tonight against Texas. Good luck with this one, sir. <laughs> I I'm rooting for you. Very excited. Very excited to watch this game tonight. Middle can sing. Just an FYI. Yes. Submitted a college application to Creighton University. Wow, we're gonna make her a J. I couldn't believe it. I was like, I said, just start picking schools and start sending applications. I don't know what you're going to major in. Neither do you. I, 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 but she said, well, I, I got this one here. It's, it's Creighton. I'm like, okay. Was that her own doing? Yeah. Wow. Well, her friend Liv yep. is, is at that school in Nebraska. Yep. yep. I forget the name of it. Yep. 
what frame their whole their whole yeah their whole for, their team was watching that day when i shouted out live nice and all that stuff um it's 30 30 minutes from crate if that depends on the day time and traffic but yes so you know she's as a backup plan if she doesn't go to school there she could go she can get into Creighton. Her backup is Creighton. Whoa. Well, no, her her <laughs> she's going to Creighton. Oh, okay, yes. It, you know she will can, she play. That's they're trying to figure all that out now. They're trying to you know she could try to walk on at Creighton if she's no communication. Um, she could go to that other school and play, and then just kind of transfer, transfer over. Help. Yep, transfer in. Yeah, you know because you're already there. Might be a good way for her to see if. But yeah, Whoa. so Creighton. Wow. Interesting. Um, in that all of that said, Texas, I'll pick it. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll lay to six and a half. I'll book yes. it. Yes. I don't know what my record is at the moment. I have to go back and look at it for betting against teams on a back to back, but I have hit at least my last four. And I'm somewhere on the in, in the, the range of 12 and two, 13 and two. What did the hockey team do the other night? I don't remember. One. The bet one. Uh-huh. One. Okay. All right. Last night, Toronto puck line covered. Oh, that was a hell of a sweat, but it did. Yep. Same bet. Puck line. Abs at the Sabres tonight. Back to back Buffalo. Oh, we get plus money on this? Even higher. It's gone up. It's plus 125 now. We'll bet it. Why not? The Sabres won that game. Yep. And a shootout. And a shootout against the. And they got to turn around and play the best team in the hockey. <laughs> Good luck with that. Right. <laughs> Tip of the cap. Good luck with that. Good luck with that. So, Maybe Colorado and regulation if you don't like the puck line, but that's fine. It's those bets in Vegas don't exist. I think um Caesars Who? has them. They have hockey in 60 minute regulation? Uh-huh. All right. I gotta get that. I gotta go. I keep on talking about opening up that book again. I gotta I gotta go get that book funded. I have an account. I just haven't funded it. I need to do that because that's shoot right down to Arizona Charlie's. It's it's, it's 10 minutes. Yeah, I've been going to Boyd. I, I've been going to to sunsets to, to sunset for to get the Boyd numbers. Ever since Farah told me about the Boyd numbers. I've been going to, to their kiosks at Sunco. Oh. Sunco, sorry, not Sunset, Sunco. Sunco. Yeah. So they're a Boyd book. So I go there. It's really funny too. Cause like whenever Madeline now we were with one of her friends going to the movie that night and she walked by the book and she goes to her friend. That's what my dad does. <laughs> she, she knows the book. She sees the numbers. She's like, that's what my dad does. I was like, yep. All right. We'll get you betting soon. You're eight. <laughs> you already know what a book does. Cause they think that a slot machine is a video game. They're like, can we play the video games? <laughs> it's like, those are slot machines. Those are video games. It's one of the best parts about living here. Like these kids are so educated on all this stuff so early, you know, like mine know way too much about all of it. And then yep. me having worked in the <laughs> right. casinos and then doing the numbers and asking them all the time, yeah. numbers and things, they get it. But it's like, uh, yeah, they're not video I got a quick better to book it for you, Matt. All, all right. right. Tonight's game, prop bet, speaking of Boyd, uh, Hunter Henry over two and a half receptions. Plus, everyone loves this. Plus one for everyone. Everyone loves Hunter Henry tonight. Anytime touchdown and Hunter Henry over two and a half receptions. Yep. I can see it because he had the plus breakout money. game last. He had a breakout game last game. We did. It's plus season, money because he hasn't been a big part of the offense and he suddenly was. Yep. So like, does that continue tonight or does he go back to what he was, which is basically a blocker? And is he on the field every play? Ooh, Not good, every play, but a lot, a yeah. lot of them. A lot of uh, John Smith has really run out of 
rope and, and you know, it's, it's not uh, the offense. Patricia's not using John Smith really at all. William it's Hill's got a 20, 24 and a half over like receiving yards yards. Yeah. I don't like that. I think receptions is better, a better bet than yards. I think so too. Just, just three catches in the game plus one fourteen. Yeah. It could happen. Yeah. I, and I think short passes dink and dunk type stuff. Yeah. It's not bad. Plus money. It's, it's, it's not a bad bet. Is he a red snow like target boy? He is. He's yep. a big boy. It's why any anytime touchdown Hunter Henry, that is the gambling Twitter bet of the night tonight. Mm. Everyone's on. Interesting. Trent Junk is in here and said Milano for the Bills is great in coverage. So they might tighten up. I love yeah. when, when Trent Dink just dunk. drops in there. Stuff. I, I mean, I think Dink and Dunk is Henry. I, I don't like the yards. I think three catches is very possible. He may have three catches for five yards. Like just like, you know, one, two yard catches. But I could see him being a bigger part of the offense because he broke out against Minnesota in the last game. How many catches did he have? Oh, like break out like five? Uh, no, he only had three receptions, but he went for 63 yards and a touchdown. Ooh. How many oh, targets? Five. Five targets. Yes. Yeah, that's why. Okay. He, was targeted. he was targeted five times. That was okay. that's, the num- that's the number that... It was his season like, high oh, for... Um, yeah, yeah, targets. Y- y- yardage. Oh, yeah. Okay. Large targets, everything. It was a breakout game. He had a breakout game. Yep. So wow, that's does interesting. Did he go back two to when they put the juice on the over two and a half? That's 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 I get the number and I get why you'd be interested in the over. That's good. That's well now I got something to watch. Pay attention to that. Yeah, good call with this snap percentage though. That's something I'm gonna look into. Oh yeah, so you gotta like, see how many times he's yeah, on the like field. How much is if he's oh, not yeah, part yeah. of the regular basic package, then you're like, oh, you know, that it's hard to get some of those numbers. Yep. Yeah, his snap percentage is, is going to be up. Favorite thing about today is what? Well, that was the the hint was that, um, you know, I mean, the oldest one is at CSN and she's on break. But we had our first discussion last night about college and where you would want to go and where you're going to submit some applications because your friends are submitting applications. If you're going to go away, where, what state, what school, all these things. And um you know, I, I I went and visited Uncle V yesterday. He's not doing nice. that great, but it was oh, it was a sorry. it was a good visit. Um, he's very frustrated that he can't watch the show. People at, on uh, both ends, please figure out a way to get it back on the cable here, so my uncle can watch us. Next um, star, let's go. Yeah, somebody just make a call, whatever you have to do, because he keeps turning on at one twenty. <laughs> but he's figured out how to get the 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 nurse to put on YouTube. So he can watch uh, some YouTube on his TV. Anyhow, the discussion with the girls was interesting because they had to write an essay for the college application. And in it, Kelsey Middle can say told a story about family. And it was a, it was a, an incident that had a big impact in your life. It was, we went to the Pirate game. We used to take kids every year to San Diego to see the Pirates play the Padres. We did a three-game series. We'd stay to the beach during the day, go to ball games at night. It was awesome. Planned my whole summer around that trip. <laughs> 2013, we're sitting in a third row behind the dugout on a Pirate side, the third base dugout. Check swing, yonder Alonzo in the sixth inning off a 98-mile-an-hour fastball by A.J. Burnett. I put my hand up. It touches my thumb. It goes like this on Kelsey's face, smashed against her face. Scariest, one of the scariest moments as a parent, she was looking down eating peanuts. And I mean, it just, boom. And I picked her up and started running. 
The Padres were great. They got us to the medical place. They got us to the hospital. We went to Children's Hospital in San Diego. And miracle, nothing. She got, I mean, her eyes swollen shut. But but she remembers it forever. So she writes about this incident and how she wants to be something in the medical field because of the way that the doctors and the nurses and everyone along that path made her feel. They took care of her. So in it, she writes this story, and I'm the editor, so I'm reading it. She says how big a part of sports and stuff it is in our family and how we've taken trips and we were at a baseball game and all this stuff, mostly because of my dad. My dad, who is now a sports media broadcaster. (laughs) I was so excited when I read that sentence. To see it. (laughs) I'm not going to lie. I was like, I was like, well, shit, at least someone in this house believes it. (laughs) And even if she don't, she's writing it on her college essay. So it was fun to see because, you know, for the longest time, you try to explain what you do when you work in a book. Yeah. And, you know, I would go to these softball camps and talk to these other coaches. I'm like, what do you do? And I'm like, I'm an odds maker. And they're like, what? (laughs) I'll never forget Jen Schro, who runs softball camps, went to UCLA, has a huge facility in Orange County, California. Her dad was a cop. She's talking. All these people are there. And me and him are talking. He's like, what do you do? He said, I'm an odds maker at a sports book. I kind of, I just take bets. And he goes, you're a bookie? And I'm like, no, no, no. Well, yeah. I mean, kind of, you know. (laughs) And he's like, is that a, is that a skill? Is that a career? And I was like, um, I mean, yes, if you're good at it. Right. He goes, well, did you do it before? Um, like, you know, Uh, illegally. Yeah. And I was like, are we off the record here, sir? Yeah. Like, what are you, asking? you know, why? You're wearing a liar, sir. It turned into a funny conversation. But to see it in the essay that she said it and it's stuff, sports media broadcaster, it felt good. So that was Hell that. Yeah, that sure. I, I couldn't wait Hell to tell yeah. that story. I said that was the best thing about today for me. So we can I can't roll this. even come close to this video that's coming. Well, out. this is this is something that my family is freaking out over. So last night. Yesterday, I told you about Olivia, my Ollie, my niece, who was going to be awarded uh, a hero among us from the Boston Celtics. She goes to midcourt last night. First time, my brother, my sister-in-law, my nephew and niece, they've never seen a pro basketball game in their life. Never been to a sporting event of anything close to this. And ever go back. (laughs) So they've got like primo seats. They're having all these conversations. You know, the Celtics are whisking, winding and dining them. The governor elect of Massachusetts is who's sitting with standing with my niece at midcourt standing ovation. Um, Unbelievable. Right? So this is, here we go. This is Olivia at, at center court last night. She walks over. I still don't know who this guy is, who she hugs. I got to ask my brother who this person is. I have no idea. Some guy she gives a hug to, she walks over and right there is the owner, Wick Grosbeck. First handshake, Wick Grosbeck. Second handshake, I don't know who that was. That woman is. That's Kate Middleton. That's Prince William. Yeah. <laughs> the, 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 the prince and princess of Wales. Yeah. And she sits and has a conversation with them. Mm-hmm. 
This turns into an international event. Phenomenal. This exchange right now, Olivia Peralt is on the front page of numerous newspapers across England <laughs> right now. She's how old again? She's 15 years old. Fantastic. She's, her name is now being associated with climate activism, which is why she was given the award. But she now is being interviewed by every news outlet in New England, not England, but New England. Right. They're DMing me to get it, to get her, Boston Globe, right. Boston Herald, WHGH. Hey, we're trying to contact your niece, blah, blah, blah. That video on Twitter that I tweeted out has been viewed 26,000 times so far in the first 12 hours it's as that fantastic. thing being, being out. Fantastic. And she wants nothing to do. Like I'm asking my brother, like, you know, when she's being interviewed, she should wear a Mountain View Farm shirt or like a Mountain View Farm hat. He anything. Says to, he says to me, she wants nothing to do with us. She wants nothing to do with his piece. It's not about her. This is not about anything besides the youth activism. She doesn't want to promote anything. Welcome. I'm like, I'm like, man. Welcome. This picture is now was taken by the Boston Celtics, shared with us, which is going to be framed and put in my mom's house. My mom is was at the game. They right. were they spent like a ton of money to get really close seats to yeah. be able to watch it. My mom is streaming, crying. You know, just like having an emotional meltdown that her her granddaughter is being honored in this way. Yeah. And now she's meeting these two people who in this country, we booed them last night. Celtic fans, they were put up on the big screen. Celtics fans booed. What's wrong with Kate Middleton? What's wrong with you, Boston people? It's just we don't really like England. We if you remember, we kind of did a little war with them. Oh, so yeah, like, the tea thing. The tea thing. <laughs> so they so yeah. they coming over and they being here. <laughs> I mean, there's a really funny video going viral of the Celtics coaches and players who were asked about playing in front of the Prince and Princess. Uh-huh. And they couldn't have give a fuck. They were just like, Yeah, who? Well, yeah, we're good. It was another game. Like, we don't care. Right. <laughs> Old white people like the king and queen, like you know, prince and princesses, like these guys don't give a flip about who these people are. They were up on the big screen for like, I guess, like 10 seconds. And then people looked up and they started to boo. And then they'd pull them down. <laughs> Didn't boo my, they did not boo Olivia, but so really excited for, I mean, people have been sharing a lot of screenshots of stuff, you know, what they're coming across and just seeing it, seeing my, She's in the Daily Mail. Like yeah. my my brother and sister, my brother and sister in law are pretty private people. They they run a farm, but they don't do social media. They don't. Olivia doesn't have Twitter. She doesn't right. have Instagram. She doesn't have anything social. Nothing. Right. So, like, it was interesting to kind of see Olivia be on this way. And my mom was like, she sent me that picture, and she's like, yeah. ask them if you're going to put it out there publicly. I said, Mom, this is going to be in every paper in England tomorrow. There's no hiding this. And she was right. like, oh, I guess that's true. And then it popped last night, about an hour after the game, I go, I would go to the Daily Mail. I'm like, it's going to be in here. And boom, there's a paragraph. Olivia Peralt, 15-year-old climate activist, <laughs> shakes hands. <laughs> like she's in the fucking Daily Mail. Like it's this so is ridiculous. ridiculous. <laughs> Just at, and like, and I've I've never had a really a tweet go viral before. But I need to shut off like literally the entire show. My phone buzzes every two seconds because it's yeah. getting retweeted and commented. And yeah. it's like I've had something go viral, but nothing like on an international scale. These two people, we don't have this in this country, but these two people, like every single waking moment is watched. 
Like people obsess over these two people. And I get it. Kate looks like a princess. I mean, she does. I mean, she's, yeah. you know, and Prince William is obviously who he is and right. in, 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 in the country. Can he be king? Somebody asked me that question. I have no idea. I don't okay. Could, could he be Prince the King? Isn't that the, the I don't path? know is the whole I don't know is it because it's King Charles right now. So when King Charles dies, that's his dad. Does he become the King of England? Because like Olivia I mean, may have met the King of England. She may have an email exchange with the King of England. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. I can't wait to hear the stories. England gets to the World Cup or Wales gets to the World <laughs> Cup in Qatar. I mean, uh, maybe I don't know. Yeah, it flies over. Who knows? But he's so the cool thing, and I can't wait, I can't wait to hear this because climate activism is why they're in Boston. They're doing this big climate summit. That's why they're looking for a young person to honor Pink and be Olivia, who's been doing this since she's 11 years old. So I mean, she's going to graduate college next year as a 16 year old with a, a two year a two year degree. High school or college? College. She's going to have a college degree next year. Associate's degree. Associate's degree. Yep. Yeah. And then she will go to college as a 17 year old and she'll pick what school she wants to go to. She's never been in a classroom setting in her life. She's been homeschooled her whole life, took everything online. So she'll take college online. Who knows? She'll be president one day. My, she's ridiculous. Olivia is on a different level in terms of what she's doing as a young person. But I, William I hope- will be king. Catherine will be queen when Charles dies. Catherine is it that's so Catherine that's he, what so Zach Charles Hatches so Charles White so Charles wife would be the so the king and queen of England aren't married so Kate Middleton won't be queen if William's king interesting I, I just Zach just what? put it in there I don't know that's, so how Kate, about that Kate will be oh so, oh, so Kate will be yeah. queen yes yeah. okay perfect so my Catherine niece, is Kate yeah Excuse me. Sorry. I thought Catherine's who, what's her name? Married who Charles married after uh, he was divorced from or after. Well, did she get divorced bef- before she died or after? I don't think. I don't know. I don't know how that works. Keep they, they, royal they got divorced, right? I don't remember. Whatever. Yeah. But she may have met the King of England is the point. <laughs> she she yeah. may have actually be, yeah. you know. Oh, he's, he, he's DMing me too. Thank you, Zach. I appreciate yeah. the information. So, but it's... If you, Zach, if you see headlines over there, if you see an actual like physical newspaper, buy it. I'll reimburse it to you. I'll give you the stamps mail. I want a physical newspaper yeah. that has, has Olivia's name. I'll frame it and put it in my house. And I, I would be absolutely the craziest thing to see it. The pictures and everything else are really cool. The, you know, the internet stories. I Googled last night, Prince William and Olivia Peralt. And it was like, <laughs> it's like it's amazing, things. isn't it? Like what the? But they're all international publications. It's not really. It's a. It's a story here, but it's a story in Boston. But it's not really a story in America. It's a story in the UK. It's like a. That's the thing. I think we don't realize. um, We're caught in our own echo chamber, so much. I met Tyson Fury, and I took a picture with him. Right. Posted it, and my phone did what yours is doing now. I was like, whoa, what the hell's happening? I was like. I didn't even think of it and the amount of impressions and all this stuff. Like, you know, people were commenting and retweeting it. Like, who's this guy? You know, <laughs> I mean, you. his fist was bigger than my head. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone knew who Tyson Fury was. Right. I'm sitting there trying to, I, I stood on my toes and I, I didn't even come up to his shoulder. <laughs> Six, 10. He's huge. Yeah. But I posted the picture and he went, and we both went like this with our fist and his fist was literally as big as my head. And you see the power of the social media internationally. Right. 
and and they follow their stars. I mean, like we, oh, they follow their people. Like they follow the Royals. There's been so many accounts that have DM me and like said, like, can I use this? I'm like, yeah, go ahead. They're like Royal something or other. Like they follow the Royals and they follow the Prince and princesses and like the fake accounts and the bot accounts and everybody else who's just picking up on because of who these people are in that part of the world and how big they are over there. It's just funny. Like I, I love England. I've never been, it's a huge bucket list. I'm hoping to cross it off the list in 23 because it's just something I just, I have a huge, I, I watched the Oasis uh, movie from the 96 show at Nebland or Neb, I forget, Nebworth, 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 yeah, Nebworth. And just, it was 96 and I was watching all of these kids that would be my age now at that concert with 250,000 people there on back-to-back nights. And I remember listening to the concert. It was broadcast on 35, 350 radio stations in America. I was I listened to it live and it was unbelievable. It was 96. I just graduated high school. And I was like, that's it. I was like, I've been thinking about going to this damn country since then. And I never gone. Now I'm 45. 250,000 people at the show? Yeah, at Nebworth, back to back nights. Oasis played in front of it was the biggest at the time, it was the biggest concert uh in England history. <laughs> yeah, 96. That was the peak for Oasis in 96. And I watched the whole, and they made a movie on it. And I just was like, I was engrossed the whole flight home. And I was like, in my brain, I was like, all right, I just have to figure out, I, I need to do this in the summer. <laughs> you. Like, this summer, I've got to go to England. Like it just has to, even if it's for like four days, three days, I just need to go and have my feet be in that country. Wow. So big bucket list for me in 23 to do that. And now she meets, she meets priests. It's like, it's like the universe showing me like you're a parole just met. The king, future king of England. So now it's like, hello, knock on it. Like, go, idiot. Like, you only live once. Take care of business. <laughs> Folks, like the show, subscribe to the show, tweet about the show, whatever you can do to help us. We would really appreciate your involvement. He's Dave. I am Matt. We're back tomorrow. Roll call Friday. Big day. Go Patriots. Tomorrow. Go Patriots. <laughs>